It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. The development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this because if it poses a threat, I want them on top of it. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's going on, guys? This is the end of the year. This is when we do it. This is when we get together and talk about all the things. Well, we also do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And, uh, well, what is it we do? Yeah, well, we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. And you know what those things are. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. And boy, do we got a doozy for you tonight. We are going to be talking about the upside down in more ways than one. Oddly enough, the way the world works these days is uh, it just kind of does its own thing, its own upside down thing. Well, 
we're going to talk about that specifically, the upside down thing. What does it mean? What what is this all about? And uh, well, if you're into if you're into CERN and you're into antimatter and you're into well, let's say catastrophic vacuum decay, then uh, you're in the right place. And maybe maybe I hate to say that you're into catastrophic vacuum decay because that sounds horrific. But anyway, what we're doing is uh, all those things I mentioned and more because this show is not a show. It's a conversation. It's not about really uh, making anybody believe anything. Okay, I just want to make sure we're always clear on this. This is, um, this is uh, as the disclaimer goes, for entertainment purposes only. All right? All right? This is not the church troubled minds this is just a conversation we're just talking about some things that people believe out there uh some some conspiracy theories and some other things and uh, i don't know there's a again part of that whole living in the upside down there seems to be a whole lot of it out there and um that's what we do so so as, as part of that well as we can get going tonight it is thursday happy thursday um tomorrow is new year's eve so we're winding down 2021 and like i said before we began uh this is the time when everybody seems to be doing their retrospectives right uh the best this or the best that or the worst this or the worst that of 2021 right everybody's like ah 2021 ah it's all the things it's all the things right well 2021 isn't all the things and well because it's only one year out of many and um well i I like to think in longer cycles than just the one year right i don't know does anybody ever click on those things that say the best and the worst of 2021 I don't. I don't. It, it irritates me that everybody does the same thing, and that's really why. Uh, really, Sparta. What's uh, part of what? Uh, let's see what I did. Sparta. We are Sparta. No, uh, part of what spawned troubled minds is is that. Uh, I was just tired of seeing the same stuff all the damn time, right? All the damn time. You turn on whatever you turn on, and it's like, oh, everybody's doing their year-end retrospectives. You turn it on, everybody's talking about the Grammys. Turn it on, everybody's talking about politics. No matter what, right? It's always the same stuff over and over and over again. And it drives me nuts. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. There are so many more interesting things to think about and talk about. And that's why we're here. Because thinking about things and talking about things. It's a, it's a simple concept. And uh, some of these concepts that we talk about aren't so simple. So, so uh, like I said, you're in for a doozy tonight. And that's, uh, that's what we're going to do. So I, I see it a little different. So I hate to be uh, all egotistical and whatnot. But... I'm going to just say that this is the best show of the year. Instead of the old retrospective routine of, uh, well, you know, the good and bad of 2021, let's just cap 2021 off with the bangingest show we've done all damn year. And I'm, I'm going to call on it now. That's the way this is going to go tonight. Okay, so now this is what's up, all right? We we are streaming live on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, watching all the chat in all the places and saying hi and hanging out and uh, doing our best to be as social as possible because there's a lot of amazing people that put their energy and their time into this show, and I appreciate that very much. And so that's what we're doing tonight. We're just hanging out, having a conversation amongst friends. Well, but it's going to be a banger of a conversation. So you'll see. Hang tight on that. And uh, so what we're going to do tonight is talk about all kinds of things. We'll get to that shortly. But uh, we got some housekeeping to do first, including, well, uh, we are streaming on, uh, like I said, Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, Twitter. We're also broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And if you want to be part of the show tonight, I always say this, and this is the truth, right? I don't have any inside sources whatsoever, but I do have you, all right? The secret weapon of troubled minds is you, and that's why we get together and do this live. I've always said this, and this is completely true. It's so much easier to do 
uh, you know, record yourself in a vacuum with no, no distractions. And if you make a mistake, you make an edit it and you put it out there and you sound really damn smart, right? You, it, it's easy to sound smart when you're editing things and, you know, tr- trimming things for brevity and all the rest of that. Well, no, no, no. C- get out of here. That's for noobs. We don't do that stuff here. We do this live to include you because there's no other way in my opinion literally uh it would drive me insane if i had a banger of a a topic and a conversation and i talked about it by myself and then released it and everybody else was like wow i wish i could have been part of that nah nah forget it you're part of it right now 702-957-1037 that's 702 957-1037 957-1037 and uh, we'll put you on the show. We've got a Discord working as well at uh, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link and we'll put you on the show. And of course we have the uh, Fringe Discord as well. It's the same program. Fringe is a uh, fantastic radio station, digital radio station, and uh, it's got a great, fantastic community over there. You can join their Discord at tro- uh, sorry <laughs> fringe.fm slash chat. Alright, I'm watching all of it. I'm watching uh, everywhere you can, you can possibly imagine. I've got eyes in the back of my head and in on the sides, and I'm not an alien, I promise. I just uh, I actually have just a really large monitor with a bunch of windows open. <laughs> That's really what I have. There's a secret weapon of trouble, the other secret weapon of troubled minds, a big monitor and lots of windows open. But okay, so in any case, so that's what we're doing. Let's see, what did I cover? That, 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 that. Uh, the, the, uh, another great thing is uh, you got to download this app if you have not yet. There's a, uh, a, a, a Fringe FM app. You can find it on the iTunes store or on the Android uh, Google Play Store. Completely free, and it's the easiest way to listen to Troubled Minds. Just uh, Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific, smash the play button on the Fringe app. Completely free, and you will get me. You will get us. You will get Troubled Minds Nation, and that's what we're doing tonight. And, okay, so, now, as as uh, as many of you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, I've been grinding a lot this year. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a very, very wonderful, fantastic year for Troubled Minds. Uh, met a ton of new people, which is really uh, what the end of this is all about, meeting a bunch of great folks that are uh, willing to get together and just talk and not, not cause problems, not turn everything into a politi- political sideshow. Just kind of want to you know, get together and uh, at least in a digital, virtual setting, which is what we're doing because clearly we can't all be together in different parts of the world and all that. But people that want to get together and stare at the stars and talk about what might be. And that's what this is about. And so uh, last night I was just I was just tired. And so there's there's different different versions of tired. So what I want to do is apologize for missing the show last night. I pride myself on working hard and uh, grinding through those moments when you when you're just not feeling it. But it, it's not a tired energy. If you guys know what I'm saying, like not like my energy was low yesterday. And it's not about like a physical tired. It's like a creative tired. You know what I mean? It's like you, you've been doing four shows all week long. It's 52 weeks. Like I've missed very little time this year. And it's just a lot of grind. It like it, it, it weighs on the brain a little bit. And so uh, so I apologize for that. But uh, sometimes you just got to take a night off and for a breather, recharge the batteries and, and just chill. And um, kind of there. I'm kind of feeling a little fried. But we may it. We got through the end of the year. Working hard, the Troubled Minds work ethic is go time, and it is go time. So I'm looking through news cycles, and I actually had all this picked out yesterday, and then I just added a couple flourishes on top today, because why not? But uh, I'm looking at through the news cycles like I always do, right? And I came across this one, and we've never talked about this on this show, oddly enough, right? We've never talked about this in particular. So let's, let's go here. Let's go straight to what led us to this conversation tonight. 
And it's this. This is from astronomy.com. And it's like this. Headline is alien antimatter crashes into earth all right alien antimatter and uh i'm like okay well uh this is fine this this is there's no problem with this right this this is cool (laughs) alien antimatter i mean why not it's the end of the year why not alien antimatter this is actually published december 29th right so just yesterday just yesterday so so (laughs) uh yeah let's read some of this this is a little while in march 2021 after years of analyzing and confirming data Astrophysicists reported that the Ice Cube Neutrino Observatory, a detector buried at the South Pole, had picked up an unusual signal back in 2016. It suggested that a particle called an anti-neutrino had crossed space and time, originating far beyond our galaxy, before smashing into Antarctica and releasing a particle shower in the ice. According to the standard model of particle physics, every known type of particle has an antimatter counterpart, though there's hardly any trace of antimatter in the universe today, which is another enigma. We'll get to that a little bit later. More than this, this continues this article from astronomy.com. More than 60 years ago, future Nobel laureate Sheldon Glashow predicted that if an anti-neutrino, the antimatter, uh, antimatter answer to the nearly massless neutrino, collided with an electron, it could produce a cascade of other particles. All right, all right. What does that mean? Uh, it, it continues. The Glashow res- resonance phenomenon is hard to detect in large part because the anti-neutrino needs to be about uh, needs about a thousand times more energy than what's produced in the most powerful colliders on Earth. All right. What's the most powerful colliders on Earth? You guys know the name? It's called CERN. We're going to get to CERN in a little bit. But, oh, here we go. So, but Ice Cube's detection is evidence that cosmic accelerators in space could readily propel high-energy particles. Quote, it's only possible with a natural accelerator, not ground-based accelerators, says physicist Lou Lou of the University of Wisconsin-Madison, who led the analysis and helped confirm data from the 2016 event. Uh, He continued, no one had ever directly observed the resonance before. Uh, Sorry, she, she says the detection is exciting for at least two reasons. First, it confirms predictions by the standard model in physics. Second, it shows that by using Ice Cube, researchers can treat the cosmos as a natural, high-energy laboratory in which to probe new physics. It, uh, continue quote, it opens a new window on neutrino astronomy. All right. So we're talking about, we talked about this briefly on the new show that we do um, on Monday and Friday at uh, specifically... Um, um, uh, 3 p.m. Pacific. We do that on Twitch. We do a news show that uh, it's called Troubled Minds News. But we've we've kind of touched on this a little bit. This this whole thing with the the universe itself as a as a a CERN, right? Like like as a as a particle collider. All right. The universe is out there doing whatever it needs to do. Okay. But uh, slinging along these well anti antimatter particles or whatever the hell this is, right? Like this gets this gets pretty wild pretty fast the more you start looking into it. And so, uh, so again, like I said, we've never actually talked about this on this show. Oddly enough, uh, CERN and antimatter and the rest of it. So I started looking into antimatter itself. And what does it mean? What is it? 
it, right? And there's some some pretty fantastic parallels with like the Marvel universe, with like a this antimatter world and things like this. There's some theoretical stuff out there uh, regarding like an actual uh, maybe maybe opposite uh, sort of universe that uh, if we have ev- all the positive matter on one side in our universe, that uh, the Big Bang it created a completely opposite side of a, a similar thing, but uh, in the negative. Well, uh, antimatter realm, I guess you could say. So, so I don't know. There, like, there's a lot of wild considerations and theories regarding this antimatter stuff, right? And of course, CERN. We'll get to that and the rest of it. But I started looking just a little bit, right? Because uh, I don't like to just hip shoot and talk about something I know absolutely nothing about. So, I, I dug in a little bit. And so, okay. So, before we begin tonight, there's a few questions on my mind. What about this antimatter? Okay, now. Now, with all those theories, like I said, uh, some of the other alternate universes, maybe uh, some of this fictional stuff. Uh, I, I think Spider-Man spent some time in the antimatter universe in the, in the Marvel uh, <laughs> comics and whatnot. Uh, what's up, Cedric, in the chat? I see you says, I'm powered by antimatter. So, so the question for tonight is this. What is with this antimatter? It's a huge mystery because they've detected it. They know what it is. They know if you collide it with actual matter itself, it becomes pure energy. It's, it sort of cancels each other out and just releases the energy in the particles themselves. Now, strangely, uh, what does that mean? What, like, like, what exactly does that mean? And so there's this theory that goes a little something like this. We'll get to it in just a sec as well. Uh, I'll explain it uh, layman style, Mike style, because, well, I'm not a scientist. But, but check this out. There's this theory that goes something like this. All the matter in the universe should be offset by also the same amount of antimatter, right? To, to form that balance, that balance in the universe, all right? And so I, I start looking around a little bit, poking around about, uh, you know, whatever's happening here. And sure enough, there's another article that just came out. And it's uh, regarding, yeah, the five unexplained mysteries of the universe. And wouldn't you know it, number two on this list is where is all the antimatter. And this is from uh, newsweek.com. And I'll read just a little bit of this. Uh, oh, so, so that's the question tonight. What, what's, what's up with the antimatter? It, where is it? And uh, what do you think this is? Do you think this is uh, some sort of maybe uh, like dark energy or dark matter, some situation with uh, science that we just don't get yet? Or do you think there's some shenanigans going on with this in the universe? So let's read this. Uh, where is all the antimatter? At the start of the known universe, there was the Big Bang, an event around 13.8 billion years ago, from which all known matter is thought to have sprung. Scientists think that the Big Bang should have produced an equal amount of matter and antimatter. And an antimatter particle has the same mass as its normal matter counterpart, except its electric charge and some other qualities are opposite. They're produced as a pair, and if they collide, they turn into pure energy and are annihilated. But today, everywhere scientists look, they see a universe almost completely full of normal matter. There is still no adequate theory to explain where all the antimatter went. But experiments have shown that the laws of physics do not apply equally to matter and antimatter, according to the European Organization for Nuclear Research. That would be CERN. C-E-R-N. Physicists are still keen to find out why. All right. So so that that starts us out tonight. And I, I think... 
I think there's a lot that just to, just the beginning is like, okay, so where is the antimatter? It, uh, by by many many uh, actual uh, theoretical calculations and postulations and all the rest of this, uh, some of the smartest folks in the world have said we're missing a whole bunch of antimatter in the universe. So where is it? Where did it go? And that's what I want to know. And not only that, then, well, what about this CERN bit? The people at CERN have stated that, uh, that it should be out there. They've also been able to collide these particles together and create that annihilation and pure energy in that, in that state of uh, smashing the matter and the antimatter particles together. And, of course, that would be the Large Hadron Collider at CERN. Okay, but the thing is this, right? It got me thinking in terms of uh, larger, larger scales. And, of course, right, you start looking into CERN and some of the rest of this stuff. I got, I got, the, I got the spammer. I got Do- Doloritas, Joni. I got you. I, I got it. Thanks, Fred. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. But, uh, but, okay, but the thing is this, right? Regarding all of this universal matter antimatter stuff it got me thinking in terms of uh, as usual right maybe maybe some of the larger questions maybe some of well what's up with creation itself and what is this antimatter bit is there some sort of balance that needs to be in place right between the matter and the antimatter at, at, at a who knows maybe at the moment of the big bang or creation and maybe that the antimatter is part of what's causing the acceleration of the universe the expansion and maybe when it comes to a tipping point they've, they've suggested this in some of the other theories and models regarding the universe is that maybe it all snaps back the big crunch it's called right and, and maybe it's a sort of uh, we're measuring trying to find and measure antimatter at a point when it's all been used as some sort of fuel maybe right and again i'm not a scientist i'm just kind of speculating here throwing out some maybe juice thoughts but but what if that's sort of the idea and this antimatter is pushing so far and so hard that it's just disappearing this fuel for expansion let's say and then also let's say just for just for the topic of conversation that when it runs out when the cosmic fuel, this antimatter, whatever you want to call it, actually runs out, it's going to cause this big crunch or this snapback of the universe back to the singularity from which it began. And it's got, it's got me thinking in those terms, not just terms of, well, what are they doing at CERN, which we'll get to tonight, of course, but it's got me thinking in terms of, well, what about the larger implications of the missing antimatter from the universe itself? And what does that mean? Right. As you know, that, so, that, so that just a few questions of what's on my mind tonight. And like I said, as we do this, I'd love to hear your thoughts as we go. And there's a ton more to get to you. Uh, this, this one hopefully ought to blow your mind because there's a lot here. There's a whole lot to get to. And we're going to be doing that tonight as we discuss CERN. We discuss antimatter and of course, well, all the rest of this. So, so uh, you tell me, what are your thoughts? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And uh, maybe Maybe the antimatter is what's, uh, what's, what's siphoning my creative energy. How about that? Maybe that's what's happening. It's, it's actually just disappeared. But this is pretty wild, right? Not only do we have uh, the har- Large Hadron Collider situation, which we'll talk about in CERN and the rest of that tonight, but also this uh, maybe cosmic uh, particle collider that's also sending antimatter 
over space and time and it's landing here on earth right and that's what this is the part that kind of made me go wait what so what's happening out there what's actually happening way out there in the universe it seems seems wild to me but uh, i don't know as always right the we're talking about uh questions that don't have answers yet and that's okay that's okay with me it's uh, it's it's nice to kind of uh take the uh take the ra- the normie boots off and just kind of stare at the stars and speculate a little bit so that's what we're going to do tonight and i don't know so what are your thoughts here uh robert Robert says over on Rockfin, black holes have sucked up most of the antimatter over billions of years. There you go. There's one. There's one take. What's your take? Love to hear your thought on this. So as we continue tonight, that's what's on my mind. And once again, apologies for uh, taking a night off there. I just, uh, I just feel drained. It's like a mental drain, right? Like, uh, like I don't feel creative enough to even talk about any of this stuff. But, well, it's, it, it comes back. It comes back. So, okay. So, we're going to get to CERN tonight. And so, there's some weirdness with CERN as well. Because what are they doing? Yeah, that's right. They're actually particle colliding these things and uh, matter and antimatter and creating exactly what? What are they trying to do? So we're going to get to CERN and some portal talk and some other stuff, but you tell me. As always, right, uh, I'm just one knucklehead on the internet with a microphone that really doesn't know anything about anything. So there's that, right? There's my credentials. But it doesn't matter because this is a conversation and I'd love to hear your thoughts. What do you know about antimatter? Do you have a theory? Why is it missing from the universe at large? And what is CERN doing? Smashing those particles together and creating pure energy out of the demolition of matter and antimatter. Do you think there's a link to something larger? Maybe something cosmic in scale? What's really going on? Love to hear your thoughts tonight. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More CERN, antimatter, and you when we return. Be right back. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.
Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And tonight, we're talking about antimatter. And does it matter? Well, I guess we'll find out. We're talking about CERN tonight. We're talking about, well, just the rebirth of the universe. Just small things on a Thursday for Troubled Minds. No problem at all. Love to hear your thoughts on this. What do you know about CERN? Are you concerned with that catastrophic vacuum decay that uh, uh, Stephen Hawking hinted at? And, well... Or uh, do you think that a lot of these conspiracy theories regarding CERN and antimatter and all the rest of this, do you think they're just a bunch of BS? Do you think it's just just straight up nonsense hogwash? Trust the science and uh, just 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 strap back in, Mike. Put your seatbelt on, lock in that crash helmet, and get ready for what comes next. You tell me. Love to hear your thoughts on this. If you want to be part of the show tonight, seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. And there is some pretty bizarre. Uh, uh, let's say let's say fantastic. I think bizarre is the wrong word because fantastic is uh, can also be good. Bizarre seems bad. Anyway some fantastic conspiracy theories uh, regarding CERN itself. And one of them actually was uh, postulated by Nick Hinton, the famous Nick Hinton out there. You can follow him on Twitter. Uh, I believe it's just at Nick Hinton. I'll find his uh, Twitter to make sure I'm not uh, butchering that for him. But basically, he's postulated this, right? But all this weird uh, Mandela effect type stuff and the fact that uh, the last, you know, let's say eight to ten years, has just been absolutely insane with news cycles, with stuff happening in the world, with things like Donald Trump becoming president and the media losing their mind and uh, all that Mandela effect stuff about uh, people remembering this but not that or uh, different ways. His speculation is this, that in 2012, and we did talk about this a long time ago, this in particular, this idea that the maybe the universe itself did actually um, become swallowed in some sort of a, a actual vacuum decay. Because back on July 4th, 2021, uh, sorry, not 2020, July 4th, 2012, 2012, the 4th of July, they actually announced that uh, CERN had discovered the Higgs boson, if you guys remember that, the Higgs field and all the rest of that had the big press conference and everything. And uh, one of the theories goes a little something like this, is that uh, from Nick Hinton, he, he suggested that the reason things have just really gone off the rails in the last 10 years or so is because the world did end, the universe did end on uh, July 4th. 2012, somewhere in that range. Of course, and if you look at the Mayan calendar, remember all that to do about uh, December 21st, 2012, the the long count cycle came to an end of the, the, the many, many boktoons of the Mayan calendar. And if the universe itself actually came to an end, that we wouldn't even know it because it would be a catastrophic vacuum decay as Stephen Hawking described. And it would be snap your fingers in a single instant. It would be gone. Everything would be gone. And there would be no time to even take a breath or blink or anything else, it would be gone. But he suggested that instead, right, the reason we're still here in this bizarro land, the upside down that we now live in, is because, well, we spun off into another reality, another dimension, another part of that whatever consciousness of what this world is and the people on it spun off into this new reality as the old reality came to a crashing end. Well, or a snap your fingers gone, sort of like Thanos in uh, <laughs> the MCU, if you guys are into that. But I don't know. So so basically the thought is this. Oops, I got a... Uh, 
I got to fix this real quick. Uh, so, so the thought is this, right? Do you think that there's something to any of these uh, CERN conspiracy theories, or do you think it's all just a bunch of hogwash? And I'm okay with hogwash because, again, it's it's part of drinking the maybe juice, right? Like you can't just just you know swallow all the conspiracies and say everything's real, right? Uh, I, I you know it, it's easy, but it's also I don't like doing it because it's uh, you know also uh, let's let's consider that these things may be wild speculation anyway, right? I think that's a good thing. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on this? Have you heard of this? And uh, what do you know about CERN? Is there is there a concern uh, with CERN for you, or do you think it's just a BS conspiracy theory? And that's what's on my mind tonight, among many other things which we'll get to as we go. But love to hear your thoughts. If you want to be part of the show tonight, part of the conversation, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can contact us at uh, uh, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. The phone number is also there on the official website. Uh, With that said, let's go to our good friend Joe in Florida. Happy Thursday. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm not too bad. How are you doing? Oh, very well. Thank you. Feeling a little better, a little recharged, ready to go, ready to get after 2022. So uh, that's good. You know, I got uh, some work tomorrow. That's I was uh, thinking of this, you know, I used to see dark matter all the time when I was done cremating people. So that's my terrible joke for the night. (laughs) All right. Fair fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) So... You know, because you get some ashes and stuff. But anyway, um, in all seriousness, it's a good subject. I really don't have much of a thought on it. So I'm just trying to be a little creative. Uh, I think Robert had already said there, you know, somebody else is living in antimatter. We, they wouldn't see us. And then I was thinking maybe kind of like this. Maybe our existence is shadowed by dark matter something that's exactly like us, like a bizarre world, kind of almost literally like a shadow that follows us. Why do I say this? Because I start thinking that there's the existence of ghosts that repeat things. And who knows if somebody dies in such a tragedy that, you know, when we die here, they're separated from that dark matter, or whatever dimension that is, or frequency that is, and maybe we're never meant to see it. Because maybe that's just the way the simulation is set up. Right. We're just not allowed, right? There's, it's like that. It's, it, it would literally be what people refer to as the veil, right? It would be, you can't peek behind that curtain because that's really the curtain of your reality. And what, what, what lies behind that curtain? Well, obviously and clearly, another reality, right? Probably the same curtain. Yeah, the same reality. I mean, the, the thing that I wonder about CERN is that Aside from that, I know that they're trying to, with fusion reactors, um, I believe they're trying to get the magnetics strong enough to make a containment field, like you would hear in Star Trek. Some kind of containment field that could hold uh, a fusion reaction for a nuclear reactor. But what happens if with CERN, they start being able to smash these things together and make a black hole, an artificial one? And maybe the the black hole only lasts a little bit, but all of a sudden they can get um, they can get containment to hold it open. Maybe they can hold it open somehow, and they can maybe start to control it. And who knows what happens after that? Can you take a peek into 
of the reality. Uh, like Derek likes to say fondly, which would be a heck of a time. Maybe the old ones come through, or maybe we make a stable wormhole or a stargate of some type, and we get to beat the simulation or end up somewhere else and bypass the speed of light, and maybe even bypass dark matter. Um, maybe the fact that we could detect a little bit here and there, possibly, like we discussed before, maybe that is proof that other parallel universes are rubbing up against ours. It's a whole lot of maybe juice in this. It's a great subject. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and there's a, and there is a ton here because some of that, some of that wild conspiracy stuff they talk about CERN, you can say, right, it's just wild conspiracy theories, but no, because actually uh, Stephen Hawking before he died was the guy that was talking about that, that catastrophic vacuum decay. And like you just described, right, CERN has proven that they can create microscopic black holes, right? And so th they've done this. But the, the concern is, and, and uh, this is what Stephen Hawking said before he passed away, he said that uh, there, was, there was a chance that, the, that, that, that catastrophic vacuum decay would, be, would start with a microscopic black hole, and that black hole would just start consuming everything around it, including, you guessed it, the entire Earth and the entire galaxy and everything. It would just be a, sort of like poking a hole in, the, in time space and popping the bubble, right? Exactly. I mean, and if math, you know, Stephen Hawking did everything with math, if their math bears that out, then at some point down the future, the technology would probably catch up that they can make that a reality. And like you see in science fiction shows, maybe, there's a, maybe it gets past a certain point where you can't shut it down, and it just self-runs on the background energy of the universe. And it just cascades, and we would never know. And like you stated earlier, maybe it happened that way, and we just haven't realized it, and we slipped in somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, you know? pretty. Yeah, so, for, uh, did, so, let so, me tell you a quick story. Sure, sure, go right. Just ahead. happened over the holiday, actually. So my my son, we've got this, you know, Christmas decorations. We've got this Christmas tree. It's a little Avon. Christmas tree is like 50 bucks, right? It's a, it's a plastic tree, and it's got a little train that goes through the tree. It's got lights and everything. And my son, when he was like two years old, he would sit there with his finger in his mouth, thumb in his mouth, whatever, and he would watch that train. So we moved. We had it in storage. I take it out of storage. We forgot the batteries in it. It fried. I couldn't take it apart. I couldn't fix it. Long story short, this year, every year my wife goes, what happened to that train? What happened to that train? So I find one on eBay. I order it. I get the train back. My son's 16 now. He swears that that train had like more tunnels and was going through a mountainside. But he swears. <laughs> you know, and I think he was two, three, four, maybe five years old. I mean, we've argued about it more than once, you know, discussed it more than once over dinner. He's like, this looked different. And we're like, no, it didn't. We literally have a copy of it in the shed. You know, because we had bought two of them, actually, and, they, you know, they were both the stroke, whatever, and I found this one, which is the third one, and he doesn't remember it that way. And then I looked at him, and I made the joke, I go, well, you must be a bizarro son. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you're, you're, you're an alien from another dimension, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
but I, you know, we don't take it all serious. It's all tongue in cheek, you know. That, that's why we're here. But um, I don't know. You know, it's a scary thing. I mean, if it did happen in 2012, it doesn't really matter because I kind of concise to the theory that when the Big Bang happens, everything happened at once, and we're just kind of living in the shadow of that. That's why some people have precognition. That's why some people see shadows. That's why some people have deja vu. Because everything's already happened. We're just living in the wake of it. Right, exactly. So, so oddly enough, now this is the crazy part about all this. So that, uh, that like I always say, we're living in the upside down. We've talked about uh, Stranger Things, uh, Eleven, the Montauk Project, the, the Demogorgon coming through a portal, right? Now, if, if something like that did happen and there was a catastrophic vacuum decay back in 2012 that co- coincided with the Mayan calendar and that prediction, right, the end, doomsday, whatever they were calling it then, well, if that happened, then, and they say that there is an actual universe that's exactly us, but antimatter instead, is it possible that we just like flipped, right? And that's why things are just so bizarro. Because, because uh, I was reading into some of this, and the speculation is that there is a antimatter version of our exact universe, but it's just the opposite. And so, uh, like somebody said in the chat a little ways up, uh, we would just be their antimatter, okay? So, so the, yeah, so the reason I bring it up is, is if that's the case and everything's actually reversed, well, is maybe that explaining why we are suddenly things are just going off the rails here? <laughs> but would it be going off the rails over there? And who controls who? And is it free will? You know? Uh, if it was totally like a yin and yang, if I had to picture it in a yin and yang, which I hate to do, would one side be totally happy and good? And are we stuck with the other side that's, you know, run by rich narcissists and maniacs? I, I don't know. I don't know. Heaven and earth, uh, you know, heaven and hell, basically. And how would we ever know? We're in bliss. And the other side would have to be in bliss, too. Ignorance. Endless ignorance. Well, what, just, what, was the, what was the Einstein yeah, quote? Endless ignorance. I think Einstein said uh, there, there are only two, two things that are infinite, right? The universe and human stupidity. And he's not sure about the universe. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's, a good, it's a good subject. I'll keep listening as long as I can because uh, CERN always interests me. You know, it would be nice if we could uh, maybe, I don't want to get in trouble. But maybe it would be nice if we could coerce a scientist to work there, you know, and then maybe six weeks later they don't end up uh, getting the Hillary Clinton treatment, if you know what I mean. Oh, right, right. Yeah, uh, I wonder what's really happening there. There's been some pretty amazing plots with that. Uh, we'll, we'll get into some of that as well tonight. You're the best, Joe. I appreciate it. Happy New Year to you. Uh, God bless you and the family, as always. Thank you for being part of this family for a very long time. Uh, here's to another great year, to Troubled Minds, and to, uh, to, to you and uh, whatever you want to succeed in next year, brother. Thanks so much for being part of this. Thank you. Happy New Year. Good night, guys. 
Thanks, you too. Talk to you soon. There you go. Talk to you next year, right? <laughs> this is when we can start making the corny next year jokes. Talk, see you next year. <laughs> uh, was that the dad jokes? Uh, okay, so anyway, we're, we're still talking about this stuff, all right? Now, this, this antimatter situation, all right? CERN. We're going to get to some of this stuff. There, there's some pretty wild things. Let's, get to, let's, let's go to a couple of quotes, actually, by the way. So uh, CERN quotes, right? This is from Ben Aronovich, uh, Moon Over Soho. Uh, he said this. The clever people at CERN are smashing particles together in the hope that Doctor Who will turn up and tell them to stop. <laughs> and, uh, well, maybe. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call that uh, sipping some definite maybe juice. All right. So, so we have this, this situation where we have uh, the most accurate antimatter measures still can't explain how universe even exists. And this is what uh, modern uh, physics, uh, physics is telling us, uh, particle physics and all the rest of this, is because uh, they, they're, they're supposed to be enough antimatter in the universe to offset the amount of actual matter itself. And there's not. They can't find it. They can't detect it. And here's another uh, article from Newsweek describing exactly this thing. And it starts to make you wonder, like, what's really going on out there, right? Like, what's happening in the universe around us? And is it, is it weirder than we ever considered? Is it just more strange than you ever could have put your finger on uh, with any of these wild conspiracy theories, right? And, and so that's what we're talking about tonight. These CERN conspiracy theories. Do you think there's something to this? Or do you think that a lot of this stuff is just manufactured clickbait hogwash, right? And I think that the fun part about it is, is it, it's, it's theoretical. It's, it's one of those things where if a scientist can say, well, we have reason to, to believe that there are other universes and uh, some of them may even be in the antimatter realm, an, a mirror image opposite of what we do here in our universe, right? A scientist can say that, well, why can't we speculate on top of that or aside that or inside of that or outside of that or anywhere around it? Why not? That's what we're doing tonight. Do you think any of these CERN conspiracy theories have any weight to them? And if not, well, why? So real quick, let's talk about what antimatter is just real fast so we can uh, fill in and do a little bit of uh, educational stuff as well as we go tonight. If you want to be part of the show, uh, like Joe there, just give us a call, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show, and uh, it's as simple as that. Watching all the chats, uh, checking all the great conversation out there already. Okay, so let's go to this then. This is from uh, MSN. What exactly is this antimatter thing that we're talking about, right? Antimatter is the same as ordinary matter, except it has the opposite electric charge. For instance, an electron, which has a negative charge, has an antimatter partner known as a positron. A positron is a particle with the same mass as an electron, but a positive charge. Particles with no electric charge, like neutrons, are often their own antimatter partners. But researchers have yet to determine if mysterious tiny particles known as neutrinos, which are also neutral, are their own antiparticles. Oh, blow up your brain right there. Although it may sound like something out of science fiction, antimatter is real. Antimatter was created along with matter after the Big Bang. But antimatter is rare in today's universe, and scientists aren't sure why. And that's, well, exactly. All right. And this is, this actually goes back to, uh, uh, the middle of December, 2021. So there's a, there's some good conversations still going on out there about cosmology, about the big bang, about the universe we live in. As, uh, somebody said over there in the chat, what's up? Uh, let's go, let's go over to this real quick. Um, big pine sailing over on uh, Rockfin said this, uh, 
I was in Chicago when they fired up the Hadron Collider in Batavia, Illinois, and it caused an earthquake. Now, they don't have earthquakes in Chicago. Woke me up from a dead sleep. And that's pretty wild. I didn't uh, didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that happened. But, uh, yeah, if, uh, if you want to, that's why we do this live, to hear stories exactly like that. Big Pine Sailing also adds, atheist scientists are turning religious due to what is going on at CERN. And it is strange that uh, you get science and religion kind of bumping into each other in some capacities. And uh, people kind of changing the way they used to think based on, what they're finding right pretty wild stuff pretty wild stuff including well you could even go to ufos right remember j allen heineck of uh, project blue book fame was supposedly hired to uh to debunk ufos for the u.s government the u.s air force but uh, by the end of it he actually started to believe what does that tell you, right? Like, like when you take a microscope to something and you're supposed to doubt it, and then the more you study it, the more you start to believe there's something there. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Adonis says, so why aren't we stopping CERN? Because some of this may just be BS, if we're being honest. I don't know. Like, it's, again, theoretical. It could be, like, I'm not trying to tell anybody that CERN is uh, evil or the devil or any of the rest of that stuff. Uh, definitely concerning. What's up, Ronald, with the jokes over there? I see you. But, I mean, uh, I think the thing is that... We are, I don't know, what, what, what are we doing? What are we doing with this? And do you believe any of this stuff? Do you, do you believe that the reason uh, the, the, the you know, glitch in the matrix type effects like the Mandela effect, these, uh, they call them mass, uh, what do they call them? Ma- not mass hallucinations. I can't remember the term. There's some scientific term for the Mandela effect, and it just seems ridiculous. <laughs> like, oh, I see. We all remembered it wrong. God, I, I got it. That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense to me. But but I don't know. So, so it, again, sort of that whole bit about the the world we live in, the universe we live in. Is there something to this antimatter business, this CERN particle collider? And well, uh, the way this works, I think, I think the craziness is that if they say this catastrophic vacuum decay, and again, that's not conspiracy theory, that was put forward and talked about by the late, great Stephen Hawking. And the catastrophic vacuum decay means that the CERN collides some couple particles. They get down to the point where they shouldn't. They go smaller and smaller and smaller. And the, the, the particles that collide create some sort of black hole that just eats everything up and begins destroying the reality we live in. But what does that mean if that's the case? And that's that postulation by uh, Nick Hinton. And he, he describes that as maybe already happened when they discovered the God particle, the actual, you know, quote, God particle back in 2012, is that maybe that did happen. And it spun us into that antimatter universe on the opposite side. So I don't know. What are your thoughts here? Do you think this is way too far out there? Do you think this is one of those ones where you're like, come on, Mike? Get out of here, Mike. There's way too much maybe juice for me. Or do you think there's something here? And that's the question, right? It's okay that uh, we're, we're talking about all this stuff because it is, uh, it is a concern. It is a, you know, concerning. Back to Ronald's joke over there on Rockfin. If you guys aren't on Rockfin, you're missing out, by the way. Uh, Ronald's a one-man band over there with all the jokes. But I, I think that uh, a collective misremembering, is that what that's called, Liam? Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, so I don't know. The question is tonight, do you put any weight in these conspiracy theories about CERN? That's the question. That's what's on my mind tonight. What about this dark uh, uh, antimatter, these particles, the, uh, the particle colliders, CERN, all the rest of this? I don't know. I don't know. We're going to get to more of this. We'll get to Shiva. We'll get to the dance. 
of destruction and rebirth. We're going to get to, well, maybe this is actually how the universe works. And uh, we can't count in terms of cosmic timescales because we're mere mortals. But maybe this is exactly what's going on out there and we just don't understand the full scope of it just yet. So you want to be part of the show tonight? Love to hear your thoughts. Talking about CERN, talking about antimatter, talking about deja vu and you. If you want to be part of it, give me a call at 702 957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 this is Troubled Minds I'm Michael Strange don't go anywhere more CERN antimatter particle colliders and you when we return be right back time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. I'm doing this. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. People are and they also feel them planting or receiving memories or ideas or images
questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness. Yo ho, yo ho. Welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We do it Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And, well, what exactly is it that we do? Uh, you know. You know. We talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about, including aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle propaganda and the general feeling that we live in the upside down like i said we're streaming live on all those platforms including the fringe fm we're taking your phone calls as we talk about cern we talk about antimatter we talk about the mayan calendar we talk about you how about the mandela effect what's going on with all this stuff is it related do you think it's a bunch of bs some of these conspiracy theories with cern and antimatter and this particle collider and this catastrophic vacuum decay well I don't know. I don't know. It seems that uh, the world certainly has turned upside down in the past approximate 10 years, which, according to Nick Hinton, was a well, the world ended. The world did end in 2012, according to the Mayan calendar. We just spun off into a different reality. And is that reality that dark matter reality, that opposite well, basically, the literal upside down. And that's the question tonight. That's what's on my mind. And if you, you want to be part of the show, love to have you here at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can join the Discord at troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link, and we'll put you on the show. Easy peasy as that. Just like this, as a matter of fact, Derek in Massachusetts is on Discord. Welcome, the Night Stalker, to the show. How are you tonight, my man? Going on, brother. Great show tonight. Thank Happy you very New much. Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure you have some thoughts on this. You've heard of the Nick Hinton thing. I think we're, I'm not sure I we have, talked about have, that yeah. on, uh, on, on Fringe just yet. We did talk about this on this show maybe two years ago approximately. But, but there's a whole lot to this, right? It's not as simple as just, well, here's your you know, Demogorgon and Stranger Things and the Upside Down. This one is quite a bit larger than that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. For sure. For sure. Um, as far as like the Nick Hinton thing, again, like... Uh, my headphones are kind of messed up, and they're only working out of one one side of the headphone. So, if at any point my audio gets bad, just let me know, and I'll, I'll hang up. Okay, you got it. Um, but uh, yeah, so Nick Hinton, I'm like the he's he's really good. He's really cool. He's a good researcher, and some of his stuff I really like a lot. For some reason, I don't resonate that closely with the idea that maybe the world ended in 2012. Like I think it's cool, but for some reason I just don't I just don't necessarily think that in my gut that that actually happened to us. Um, perhaps like maybe all of existence is some type of uh maybe it ended like i don't know maybe the big bang is sub is, is like an ending of a universe and we're kind of like we mentioned it a few weeks ago we're kind of like seeing the flashing uh flashing before like consciousness's eyes like we're we're the rewind tape as it's like seeing its whole life flash before its eyes type of deal um but as far as like antimatter is concerned you were right with uh the comic thing that like it's like the the dark multiverse or like the upside down or like um i think there is like an antimatter universe in in dc cosmology for sure but i know uh it may be their most famous event they've ever done uh, you mentioned it earlier but they have something called crisis on infinite earths where like if you're a dc reader they their continuity is a giant mess like there's all kinds of different realities and different timelines and stuff so every like five six years they basically try to condense it and collapse all the realities together like collapse the multiverse but like the biggest one they've ever done, kind of, is this one in the 80s um, where an antimatter wave. Uh, honestly, I haven't read it, but there was a, uh, I'm aware of it. And like, 
uh, the Flash did it for their like biggest, or the the DC Arrowverse did it for their biggest crossover ever. Like it's a big thing in the zeitgeist. Like people know what it is if you're just a TV watcher now. So the idea being an antimatter wave is like is uh, barreling through the universe and and or the multiverse and just taking out universes one by one until nothing will be left. I guess it's kind of like I guess it would it would just if matter is kind of like the force of life. If the Big Bang happens and spreads this like life force throughout the universe, then I guess this antimatter would be like the opposite. It'd be the the K force, like the entropy force, the the opposite of life, the anti life force, basically. And like that's kind of interesting. The idea that in order to keep a balance, you have to have some kind of destructive force too. You know, um, save me real quick. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't yes. take any notes to so just talk my. Uh, that's yeah. cool. So so that fits into a lot of things we talked recently about the duality of creation and that. Remember the the uh, the divine programmer and the dark counter player. It, it seems exactly. to fit, exactly. doesn't it? So so in 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 that cosmological sense of what Philip K. Dick described, and we talked about it in terms of a matrix of living inside a simulation, in in yeah. in a digital creation. But if we're talking about the universe as an organic creation of some sort, I think in the same vein we're talking about the same thing, aren't we? Like it's literally almost exactly the same damn thing that there has to be some sort of counter force or else the force itself can't even really exist. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm kind of just like going through my old news stories in my notes right now. And, uh, there's one from March when it had that the famous neutrino antimatter cascade that hit, uh, Antarctica. It got like reaggregated in, uh, from like from 2016 and which is weird to have like a, localized beam of like antimatter wave like hit a specific part of the planet like that's i'm trying to think of what the function of that would be unless something like maybe inside the planet or some kind of experiment or something in antarctica or maybe inside the earth is like we're trying to bring trying to suck the antimatter in trying to like bring the antimatter in like through that through that keyhole or whatever through that wormhole and like what if there is just a dark like what if it is very very binary i think there's infinite realities like across the board like uh as, as far as like different metaphysical like realities and as far as physical realities but let's just say there's a just a matter multiverse and then a antimatter multiverse and let's say for some reason maybe these dark entities these cthulhu these old ones or whatever are somehow in charge of these elites they're somehow in, like they're making some kind of arrangement which falls in all kinds of different conspiracies but so they have some kind of goal or plan where they're trying to like bring this reality into our reality. They're trying to like actively make the two merge together. Um, and and that they'll believe if, if there is some kind of anti-life force that, that this antimatter has, they will be speared from whatever it comes. Like they'll, they'll be the ones that remain after they make this arrangement with the, with this antimatter monsters basically. And that like kind of fits into the story um, by Mark Millar. He's like the one who, uh, wrote Kick-Ass in the comics and stuff. And it's like part of his, Nef- like Netflix bought his entire catalog. So this show is going to be made by Netflix. Like they're making it right now. So it's going to be relatively big, I think. And the idea, it's called Prodigy. It's about like the smartest guy in the world. He's like an Indiana Jones figure. And he's going like all over the world trying to practice like ancient, ancient mystery that nobody can really decipher. And slight spoiler alert. It's not, not the big spoiler, but during the story, he realizes that CERN is like, it's like a modern version of like the tower of Babel that, that there was a, a Nimrod was actually from this like anti-universe, this, this parallel reality that's like alongside ours. And then he opened a portal to get through 
And then when he arrived, his like ship or his Stargate or his whatever, whatever it was, is destroyed. And the technology at the time, at, at the time of like Babylon and stuff, wasn't enough for him to, for him to uh, return. So he had to wait. He had to like see these plans. Or, or not, not for a turn, to, to have like the rest of his armada come through the wormhole in order to conquer the Earth, you know? So he had to wait for technology to be up to a certain point, and he seeded this information throughout ancient mysteries, like throughout history. So the Tower of Babel is like a physical, like, tower. Like, the, if you take the diagram, it's really cool in the comic, but you take the diagram of Tower of Babel and, like, overlay it to, like, the CERN logo and the CERN, like, the way, the way a Hadron Collider, like, the circle, a big giant circle of what is the head, like what is the collider? I don't know. It's, it was a cool idea. So like the idea being that this whatever CERN is doing is trying to open a door to like merge these two realities together for some goal. Like they're answering to somebody, and then as a result of that, as these two realities merge together, some things get like some things get merged smoothly, but other things you have to kind of just discard things, which could be an explanation for the Mandela effect, which is maybe the most common one that multiple timelines, multiple realities are like being condensed, condensed together, you know? Yeah. Sort of. Converging. Um, yeah. I'm really rambling. So sorry. So just, uh, no, uh, I got you. I got you. Me. That, that Nimrod thing. I, so I, I found this, who did you say was the guy that wrote that story? Uh, Mark Millar. Okay. So uh, Mark- I've got this article called, uh, Auric media, a U R I C media.net. And it says Nimrod's tomb found uh, cloning of Nimrod and Osiris underway. And they're talking about oh, exactly. Geez. Yeah. They're, they're, and it says, this is like Donald Marshall has told. So that's why I didn't catch the name. I was like, are we talk, talking about the exact same thing without even knowing it? But, it, but this wow. is, this is what they're saying is that, uh, very much like Nimrod and oh, again, who is also known as Osiris uh, and Apollyon, right? Like this, yeah. there's this whole bit of these individuals trying to come through and maybe kick kickstart the whole thing over again. So if you think of, let's say, uh, the world in terms of billions of years, right, and the the the, yeah. the universe we live in in terms of billions of years, then the time of these individuals has passed, and so it, it behooves them to end now and bring back a new beginning right so that they can reign anew you see so yeah Yeah. so so it seems like that's some of this conspiracy stuff i was going to get into a little bit later so i'm glad you brought it up now because it's one of those things where i was reading i was like whoa this goes way deep (laughs) for sure for sure for sure um do you have it behind me or can i keep going for no keep going keep on trucking yeah um so i'm looking at an article from uh june 9th um it says uh a subatomic particle has been found to switch between matter and antimatter, according, according to Oxford physicists, um, from, from data from the, from, from the Large Hadron Collider. And they're saying that it turns out that this unfathomable, unfathomably tiny weight difference between the two particles could allow them to like switch from one to the other, which they believe or they're theorizing. It's kind of like a new creation myth. They're, they're theorizing that that's what happened at the beginning, at the Big Bang, that like whatever energy, whatever collection of matter exploded created everything that that is and then because of this ability to switch from matter to antimatter that's what allowed it to not just like completely fully collapse and and be destroyed instantly it's like this antimatter balance it almost seems like it's it has like a consciousness of its own like of its own it's whatever whatever source energy is like fueling the universe it seems like it's kind of controlling this antimatter matter reaction in order to keep some type of balance some type of harmony within the structure of of reality i don't know like what that would mean like what other, other than total collapse what would happen if that didn't happen or like why why that even exists what the function of that would be in the first place 
but it, it's interesting it ties to that balance aspect that duality aspect that there has to be another type of force or another type of underlying universe like the dark multiverse or whatever something right below what we see or like uh robert or, or whoever said in the chat that um it's our like they, they see they see matter when they look at antimatter and they when they look at our reality they see they see some like emptiness you know um but that wouldn't explain why there's not an equal amount you would think that there'd be an equal equal amount you know um and the last thing uh, i know i'm really rambling but it's a crazy night over here uh, okay you're good <laughs> sorry um the idea of like why everything is getting more surreal why everything is getting like seemingly more novel is mckenna's idea that like the transcendental object at the end of time that like when this infinite novelty and perfect harmony happens it'll be like a quickening it'll be like when water is getting to the bottom of the drain how it spins quicker quicker and we're seeing more and more crazy events and more and more of these novel moments because like everything's happening like quicker and that's called our our, our like observation of it is happening quicker before this i guess big crunch another interpretation of it he considers it to be more like a a profound moment or whatever but there's another theory by like a comedian that i just absolutely love uh from like the doughboys podcast there's a guy named bugman really really funny but like peppered throughout his appearance he started dropping these gems about what he thinks is really going on with the simulation and he's like real critical of like jj abrams star wars and like these rehashings of old properties and how like donald trump is our president and how or at the time and et cetera, et cetera. things that he thinks that nothing new is being created in the simulation anymore that like the reason why everything becomes weirder is that we ran out of stuff and now we're trying to make do with what is already contained in this multi in in the universe as is there's nothing else there's no new there's no new information and there's no new weirdness entering the multiverse so we have to solve all the problems that are coming up by like rehashing old things like redoing like bringing back harrison ford or like making solo again and like make i don't know the way he said it was really funny but it made me think like that's kind of true it explained like it really and then in the matrix they said the same thing with the merovingian like nothing good is like nothing new and good is being really created it's just weirder and weirder and weirder but very (laughs) familiar and like we're using we're using stuff we've had already like and i don't know and it might explain why there's a lack of antimatter maybe like this antimatter is kind of what's rendering the universe creating new novelty from whatever this grand projector or this grand divine programmer is sending out and the lack of it is causing a lack of new stuff a lack of new novelty creating this surreal weirdness because we're trying to make do with what we already have you know yeah yeah Which almost, like, really weird, like but, yeah, yeah crazy no you're good almost like uh, the universe has run out of gas right like like exactly. it's exactly. It's, pu- yeah. it's pumped through it and it's like okay we're, we're kind of at a low reserve here so we have to start going into a uh, fuel preservation mode uh, let, exactly. let, let the rest exactly. of it figure itself out till it breaks and, and i think yeah. isn't that when you look at it in cosmological terms some people would describe the universe as becoming a thing until it breaks itself so it can start again and that's that's yeah. so so the the long game the cosmic long game would be who knows something coming through that portal to start it because they don't want to wait yeah. right they, they want that time back that's passed yeah. and maybe they want a second chance at it and cosmologically being able to dip in and out of uh, timelines you can maybe change the next iteration of whatever happens so you rule longer maybe maybe exactly. you continue to as uh, as uh, those entities we said osiris and the rest of that maybe they want to come back and stay in power wild stuff exactly. you got another minute or two um not really. I mean, I'll, I'll end it real quick. Just a basic CERN thought. Um, okay. okay. I don't 
uh, for, no, sorry. Um, That's for okay. like, for what I believe CERN is, like, I think there's a chance that they are trying to crack open uh, an old one. They're the only ones really trying to make a portal happen that is going to come. It's going to come from like the location of the Hadron Collider. That's I'm open to that. And like the idea that it's built on a, on a hellmouth, on a, on what the agents consider to be a convergence of ley lines and stuff. Um, but what I think is really happening is that like, it's a giant project, it's a giant global project trying to kind of jailbreak whatever system we're in, trying to like collapse reality as a whole. Like say you're trying to bust into, you're trying, there's a game of whack-a-mole and you're trying to like get in, get the tickets inside without actually playing the game, without actually putting any quarters in playing the game or like, or, or without a key to like open the door, you wanted to like basically bust open. So you would take as the as the moles are like popping out, you would like stop them from coming down. You would like grab them and pull them up. You would like pour water on it. You would like bang on it. You would do, maybe do magic rituals on it and stuff in order to like make it fry and the door pops open and you get all the tickets. And I think that's what's happening with reality in general. They're doing these different rituals, these different um, ways to tinker with the system until they fry it basically and cern is like a massive example of that where they really like okay we're gonna smash some stuff together until reality collapses because i've said a million times like in these old mythologies it seems like there was a time of the old ones a time of these primordial monsters and they were pushed out like whether in tartarus some metaphysical prison or the barrier separating the realities we pushed them out and they want back in and collapsing the walls or the pillars of reality will bring them back in and allow them to take hold in our world again and that's like what I think CERN is. It's like one of their big hammers in order to like really bang on the game and try to try to break the system, you know, um, which doesn't really fit into tonight's show. But I just think it's interesting if, 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 if we're talking CERN, you know, no, totally. Fits. Um, totally fits. <laughs> but, uh, really great show, Mike. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. I can't wait to hear everybody else call. Sorry, I'm talking so fast and rambling, but it's a genuinely crazy, crazy night here. That's okay. You're, you're, you're entitled. You're the best. Uh, Derek in Massachusetts. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Talk to you soon. You're the best, my friend. Later, brother. Have a good night. That's, uh, again, Derek, I've uh, been calling into the show uh, very, very often for a very long time now. And, uh, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's become part of this team, part of, part of the, the conversation we have. And so, so please give him some love as well. He, he has a YouTube channel. He's got a trailer. Uh, you can scroll down, find his, uh, link in the description below and just give him a follow over there on YouTube. When he finally starts uh, making some content, uh, you'll be the first in line because clearly he's, uh, he's got, he's got his, uh, his uh, his ear to the ground when it comes to this uh, the conspiracy type talk, but not just. And, and I think it's funny when you say conspiracy, right? Like you say conspiracy, and people think, oh, politics. You know, it's like no, <laughs> no. We're we're talking about cosmic conspiracy, right? We're talking about the big stuff, not not uh, you know uh, Marco Rubio and Gillibrand and all, all the rest of this UFO crap they're always talking about, right? It's not what I'm talking about, right? No, we're talking about cosmic right those levels and uh that's uh, like i always say look up don't look down uh, your, your shoes are going to be dirty anyway so uh, good stuff uh, some some good comments here a great call from night stalker as usual uh let's uh let's go uh back to back to uh the chat here just for a sec um big pine sailing says cern is just a piece of the puzzle billions of dollars on this science project while children starve it's a symbol of our hubris. And I always say that. I always say that um, uh, human, human hubris is, uh, uh, you know, clearly we need, we need to have the confidence to step out and challenge the universe. But uh, trying to play God ourselves is, is going to cause us more problems. And, uh, yeah, it's not good. We have to, we have, to have a, a certain level of respect for what came before us, right? And what will, what will remain after us, too? I think that's the, the, the nuttiest part about that is that, uh, you know, so have some humility in that we're only here for a short period of time. Us, 
in, in, like as a singular individual, but then also probably humanity is only going to be here for a, an eyelash of like the time of the, the cosmos. So yeah, hundred percent, man. Uh, that's a great comment. And, and exactly. Uh, Liam Martin, uh, the famous Liam Martin, uh, Rohan says H and a bombs are case in point. They just do it anyway with no consideration to even have a discussion about just like in Atlantis. Right. Yeah. They, they said their technology ruined them. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, and big pine sailing adds uh, existence is not something we are meant to fully understand and teach in classrooms. And I think that's exactly it. Uh, what's up and Tam Bam, what's up shows up and says, uh, Rockfin just need an update. So there you go. Uh, I don't know. So, so pretty wild stuff. We're going to get to this, uh, the Nimrod and the Osiris and some of this other stuff and maybe entering, allowing something to enter that door, whatever doorway is being opened up, whatever doorway, cosmic doorway we're knocking on. What is on the other side of that? And that's what's coming up. So, so I don't know. What are your thoughts as usual, right? This is a, this is a hefty maybe juice style. And why not? It's the end of the year. Like I said, everybody does their retrospectives and all the rest of this, you know, top 10 of this and top fives of this and the best shows of the year. Nah, screw all that. We're just going to do the best show of the year tonight. We're doing it right now. And we're talking about CERN and we're talking about the cosmic coincidence. Well, and of course, what that might mean and where it leads us for the future. So if you want to be part of the show tonight, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I thank you for the calls thus far, Joe and Derek. And what we're going to do is continue talking about antimatter, talking about CERN, talking about, well, is Osiris trying to kick in the door from the other realm and get a shortcut to the reboot? Start again anew where he can rule in perpetuity you tell me love to hear your thoughts or is this too far off the rails it's all good 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 this is troubled minds i'm michael strange don't go anywhere more cern osiris antimatter and you when we return be right back All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and I didn't mean to open the VLC media player, but there it is. And, well, we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. If you want to be part of the show tonight, love to hear your thoughts on CERN. Do you think that some of these actual conspiracy theories with CERN regarding, well, a lot of this is just a bunch of BS, or do you think that there's maybe something to this? Is there some sort of entity on the other side in a dark matter parallel dimension trying to knock on the door of our reality and step on through? Come on down. You're next on The Price is Right. You tell me. Love to hear your thoughts at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. And uh, let me adjust my volume one second. Okay, so the thing is this, right? There's a whole lot to this. These uh, these sometimes wacky theories, right? These wacky conspiracy theories. And it's good. I think it's a good thing to stretch the mind, but it's also a bad thing to believe everything, right? You can't believe everything. So that's why we do the show. That's the whole premise here. And let me adjust my volume one more time. That's a little too loud. See, this is what happens when you don't have a board guy. Usually you, you just point down and they 
turn you down a little bit, you know? You got to do it all yourself. Like, the, like I said, I got the octopus arms. I got eight arms. But okay, so anyway, so that's what we're talking about tonight. Now, now, as Derek said when he called in, actually, let's see. Uh, let's check the phone. We're good. Let's check the Discord. I want to keep anybody waiting here. Uh, okay, so if you want to be part of the show tonight, again, 702-957-1037. So, so the thing is this, right? We've got this from Skywatch TV. And again, take these sources for what they are. There's a lot of this going on that uh, kind of makes you uh, maybe scratch your chin and go, eh, okay, what is this, right? Like, who said this? Where are the sources? All the rest. But check this out. This is from October 18th, 2020. And the headline here is uh, from CERN. We are confident of making contact with a parallel universe this week. Out of this door might come something something. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. What, what is this? Here we go. As pointed out by Dr. Ho- Thomas Horn and Into the Multiverse host Josh Peck in the internationally acclaimed books on On the Path of the Immortals and, and Abaddon Ascending, when the LHC, the Large Hadron Collider, first uh, started up on December 10th, 2008, Director for Research and Scientific Computing at CERN, Sergio Bertolucci, provoked a whirlwind of speculation with his enigmatic remark that the LHC might open a door to another dimension during a regular briefing at cern headquarters he told reporters quote out of this door might come something or we might send something through it and doesn't that sound like a stargate to you (laughs) what in the world Uh, the notion of higher dimensional beings traversing such doorways conjures up the denizens of legend orcs Ogres, elves, fairies, dwarves, and giants. A British military analyst later quipped, and this is super funny. uh, He said this. We're looking here at an imminent visit from a race of carnivorous dinosaur men, the superhuman cloak hive, uh, sorry, clone hive legions of some evil genetic queen empress, infinite polypantheons of dark mega deities imprisoned for eons and hungering to feast upon human souls, a parallel history, victorious Nazi global Reich or something of that type. (laughs) Now, well said, well said, sir. If you're going to tongue in cheek this, that's probably uh, one of the best ways you can do it, right? But okay, so if they're actually talking about CERN in terms of some sort of doorway or some sort of portal, like, really? Okay, and that's exactly what we were talking about with uh, when Night Stalker called there, is if there's this situation where we have this reality, and they say that, again, remember, think in terms of the, the cosmological Big Bang, all right? You have the, the, the thing happens in a singularity, but in two differing directions, and you could even say multiple directions at some point, right? Uh, but at least a positive and negative with matter and antimatter as like mirror universes exist as part of that duality of creation, right? Like we've been talking about quite a lot recently because of that whole matrix thing that happened and the movie and uh, again, the Philip K. Dick show that we did uh, maybe what, two weeks ago, 10 days ago, something like that. If you missed that one, go check that out. That was another banger of a show. But the thing is, right? So if you're talking about the co- in cosmological terms, you have a positive universe and you have a negative negative universe as a mirror type universe. And that would be exactly what we're describing as the upside down, right? The upside down itself. And as we know, we're, we're familiar with the term and the stranger things and that Netflix series, which is based on the Montauk project and a, and a bunch of that, right? But the crazy part is if there is that upside down, is there some sort of power balance, some sort of basis that's happening between one and 
in the other realities of the mirror universe. And they're, and they're basically trying to tip the scale to maybe reset the entire thing to get another chance at it. Because if you're an immortal entity, think in terms of this, right? Think in terms of immortality. If you, let's say, uh, we're going to just, uh, you, uh, we're going to do Oprah right now. You get promoted. You get promoted. You get promoted. You're all demigods, all right? All of you. You're all promoted. You're all demigods, all right? And you're immortal now. Now, immortality means that you have to live forever, all right? You have to, from the beginning when you were created to the end of time, you have to be you, all right? And it no longer matters if you're not worshipped anymore, if you're not in power anymore, if people even forgot who you are and you've, you're in, imprisoned in some, some sort of stasis where you're not allowed to really even be autonomous anymore because of the power of maybe the worshipers or the power, uh, maybe you only have so much time allowed to you to, to maybe rise to the culmination of your power. Who knows how these actual laws work if you're talking in terms of deities and demigods, right? That sort of thing. But, but, all right, so if you're that entity and you're like, okay, well, basically I gotta wait till the end of time to start again and have my second chance at this, right? When it all starts over. So wouldn't there be some sort of, I don't know, what would you call it? Like a mm, cabal, like a cabal of pantheons <laughs> that are coming together that are trying to end this reality now so they can start it over. So they could do, maybe learn from their mistakes of the past because of course if you're immortal, when the entire thing starts over, you should have a plan in place, right? You should know that, well, you know, I'm Osiris and I really screwed that up. I really wanted to rule for 10,000 years or 100,000 years or a million years and not just that brief period that whatever happened, happened, right? So who knows? I think this is a pretty interesting concept in that you drink a lot of the maybe juice and consider that uh, maybe there is that duality of creation in that maybe maybe the universe is tipping on that point of the Big Bang itself uh, and is ready to break. And the let's say the the individuals that want this reality to start over profit and gain by breaking it now, all right, instead of waiting. And maybe that's what's going on here. What's going on? I hope everybody's doing well out there. And uh, Happy New Year as we're talking about this and talking about all kinds of other stuff. What's up, Robert on Rockfin says, mathematically, nothing is zero and everything is infinity. So in mathematics, you can believe that there is nothing and everything and believe in both. And you're absolutely right. <laughs> that's, that's the way it is, right? Okay, so then, right? So now we're talking about immortality and we're talking about this CERN stuff. And again, we are confident of making contact with the parallel universe this week, out of this door might come something. And this is October 18th, 2020, uh, when this came. And uh, well, I don't know. What might come out of this? What might come uh, actually walk out of this portal, right? What, this Whatever's happening, okay? And again, remember, this is not all science fiction. This is all not just some wild conspiracy theory in the sense of uh, uh, once again, back to back to what um, the great, the late great Doctor Stephen Hawking said, is that uh, he was concerned, actually, you know, concerned, haha, about CERN cracking open a what he what he called a catastrophic vacuum decay, which would end this universe as we know it, and it would basically be akin to popping a hole in space time like it was a bubble and ending the bubble immediately. And so, well, is that what's happening here? And are there darker 
let's say, mm, entities, like we've talked about the Archons before. Uh, we've talked about other entities like this. What about Osiris? What about maybe uh, being immortal and, and in some sort of stasis? Uh, what about like the Superman and uh, that movie, how they trapped those three, uh, the three criminals back on Krypton in that, that glass pane of uh, a singular dimension sort of thing where they couldn't get out. Maybe this is what's happened to these entities and they can't escape and they need a reset. They need, well the Great Reset, to actually begin again and take their place at the, at, the, at, the, at the helm, at the beginning, at the front, at the forefront of whatever the next new iteration of this becomes. So I don't know, what are your thoughts? Like I said, is this too far out there? And I know this is troubled minds for crying out loud, so there's, to me, there's no such thing as too far out there. I, I, as long as you know I'm respectful and I'm not trying to stomp on all the religions and, and all the rest of this, I, I don't want to make people mad, right? That's not what this is about. This is about larger concepts of reality, larger concepts of uh, maybe, larger concepts of like Derek was saying when he called in, uh, maybe, maybe it's these old ones. And whatever that Lovecraftian old one is that maybe does want the reset has been pinned out as part of, uh, part of the duality of creation, right? Maybe they're held apart from us intentionally because they would do harm to us on a universal scale. And well, that would mean that the only thing they want is to get in, right? That would mean that instead of just doing their part and holding down their antimatter connection to this world, they would want to kick in the door somehow and become something here so that they could just set this whole reality ablaze and start over again. You tell me. You tell me. Uh, so a couple things here. Uh, what's up, Tim says in the chat, entropy is exponential, right? And, and not only that, it's also all-encompassing. <laughs> you, can't, you can't dodge that one. Let's see. Who else is here? Um, uh, what's up, Mike D? Uh, says, thanks for doing a show tonight. Michael Strange, appreciate that. Th thanks for appreciating it. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Definitely glad to be here. Let's see. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, what's going on? Yep, uh, just reading the chat, hanging out. Okay, so so the thing is this, right? Now, let's go back to this just so we can wind this up in, in into the the actual spot of where we need to be tonight because I think there's there's an important end to this. Now, there's been some speculation, again, so we talked about the Nick Hinton thing, maybe the catastrophic bat vacuum decay has already happened back in 2012, that sort of thing. I'm with Night Stalker on that. I kind of, eh, I, I don't know. I don't buy it. But I, but I almost want to believe sort of how things have gone off the rails in the past 10 years that maybe there's something trying to punch through into this reality, to break it over their knee, throw it into the cosmic proverbial fire, and begin this whole sucker all over again. I wonder if that's the case here. And so, again, back to this article, uh, CERN, we are confident of making contact with a para parallel universe this week. Out of this door might come something, and this was October of 2020. And so there's more. Um, well, of course, that was amusing. Uh, more serious researchers like Richard Bullivant had already connected the dots, and this is what he had to say about this. Uh, the most plausible explanation the next time Bigfoot or a lizard man or a flying dragon is sighted, or perhaps even a UFO ascending into the earth and disappearing into the side of a hill, surely has to be that it is evidence that portals to parallel worlds are serving as doorways where strange beings, vehicles, and entities occasionally stumble into our universe, and sometimes we in turn stumble into theirs. It did not help that the LHT was named after the Hindu destroyer of worlds, 
Shiva. And we'll get to Shiva a little bit later tonight as well. A fact that prompted a teenage girl in India, Madhya Pradesh, to commit suicide. Whether the scientists responsible for the name believe it or not, wormhole portals are studied very seriously. Now, this gets pretty wild. And there is, uh, sounds like something out of the book of Revelations. And there's uh, some connections here. Speaking of Revelations, let's go to... uh, Let's go to one more uh, quote here. Uh, this, is, uh, this is from Dan Brown, Angels and Demons. The quote is this. Hell no. A church is the one thing we don't have. Physics is the religion around here. Use the Lord's name in vain all you like, he laughed. Just don't slander any quirks or mesons. <laughs> and there you go. There's one more for you. All right, so let's get to this one. Now, this, this bizarreness of uh, the... Yeah, okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's uh let's go. This is from matrixrevealed.com and they're talking about D-wave D-wave quantum computer and CERN, but check this out. This is pretty wild. Uh the secret the, the ceremonies that have been uh secretly recorded at CERN show nothing less than all-out satanic rituals being performed. But hey, nothing to see here. Move along, right? Also, the opening ceremony at the Gotthard Tunnel, which I was mentioned earlier in the chat there, is something straight out of a horror movie. I mean, good grief, the world has never witnessed such a spectacle of satanic ritualistic behavior that has been present to the public. The elites were all on hand to enjoy and take part in this ceremony, which, for lack of a better description, is completely and utterly disturbing. And I haven't had a chance to watch that one myself, but I keep hearing that uh, that's pretty wild, right? That that's, a, that's a pretty wild ceremony. So uh, here we go. There's more here. Uh, let's see. The Large Hadron Collider. Uh, let me let me get to this part. Uh, th- this is the important part about all of this. The the bringing back the the old gods, the gods of old. Right, that's what this is about. Let's see, where is it? Let's just go to this. Uh, da, 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 one moment. Let me find the article. Um, we'll get to some of the rest of this later tonight. Uh, here we go. Okay, so this is a uh, Christina Lynn. This is the Times of Israel. She wrote a blog, and the the, the headline is this: CERN. Looking for God particle or opening portals of hell. And that seems interesting, no? Back in April 2016, the Wall Street Journal published an interesting article entitled CERN is Seeking the Secrets of the Universe or maybe opening the portal of hell regarding the Large Hadron Collider. And of course, uh, as we know this, much of the controversy was generated by an incident in 2016. On June 16, 2016, CERN began the AWAKE project to accelerate charged particles, and coincidentally, 10 days later, photographer Christopher Suarez put online a series of photos of the skies above CERN. Here's his tweet. Friday night, a small supercell takes shape over Geneva. And if you look at this, it seems biblical. It, you look at the sky, and we're talking like dark, ominous, like there is no, there is no Dana, only Zool type situations for you guys that are old enough to remember Ghostbusters, right? Pretty wild stuff here. I mean, it looks like that. You get the dark cloud, kind of lightning bubbling out. It seems like it's, yeah, yeah. And they called it, exactly, they called it the Awake, right? The Awake Project. Uh, can, can you believe that? The Advanced Wakefield Experiment is what they're calling it, but it translates to uh, uh, the, the acronym AWAKE, A-W-A-K-E, right? So if you look at some of these photographs, again, all the links are always down below. You guys can check this stuff out, right? So the photos showed a strange cloud formation and electrical activities above the CERN complex, and this stirred a bit of a media frenzy about portals in the sky in light of the fact that lar- the 
Large Hadron Collider has detected many black holes while smashing these particles, like we were talking about, which could indicate parallel universes in extra dimensions. But not only that, right? It also will indicate very much like Stephen Hawking was trying to say that if you punch a hole at just the wrong time, we don't know what it is, right? Because this is over our heads as humans. Again, the hubris of humans. It's like, it's like you just keep poking something until it pops. And well, what happens when the thing that pops is our universe? Mm, you tell me. You tell me. <laughs> and so I don't know. Pretty, pretty wild stuff here. But, but I, again, it, it leads me back to the question of what is trying to come through this portal? They're describing literally in this, uh, back to this, again, you know, Nimrod, Osiris, the rest of this, uh, something may come through dimensional doors at the large Hadron Collider. And, you know, people are making their jokes, attack of the hyperdimensional juggernaut men, things like this. But what's really happening and who's really trying to come through? And if you look through some of this stuff and you get to the, if you search for Nimrod and Osiris and CERN, look what you're going to get. Let's go to this article here. This is what we, uh, we, we pointed out uh, when, when Derek called. We're going to get to this tonight. It's pretty wild. Some of you may already know, archaeologists claim to have found the tombs of both Osiris, the Egyptian god usually identified as the god of the afterlife, the underworld, and the dead, and the tomb of Gilgamesh, a king who has claimed to be one-third man and two-thirds god. Very shortly after the term of Gilgamesh was discovered, the tomb, sorry, America invaded Iraq, where it was discovered. This was back in 2003, so we we were just beginning the war on terror. So these two gods are often linked to Nimrod, and many biblical researchers believe them to be one in the same. It is possible, is it possible these people actually existed and were men who were praised as gods? Is it possible that these men were influenced by the very same evil spirit that influenced Nimrod? If so, with the discoveries of these tombs and with the very rapid expansion and understanding of DNA cloning technologies we are currently developing, is it possible that whoever may have governance over these tombs could be holding back information, which is scarce, and could possibly be planning something larger? What if they want control over this demonic DNA? What if they want to use it for clones or for ejecting for somehow into somebody else? What if these so-called gods did have some type of demonic power, like the occult seems to have, and their DNA contains something occult followers would wish to possess? And that's the question here. So we talk about this, right? It always comes down to portals, doesn't it? And Lovecrafty and old ones. But if this is the case, in this sense, that we have these entities maybe being cloned, and we've talked about this, maybe these pharaohs of old, uh, again, Osiris, right? A god, a god, a god of the ancient days. Well, maybe wanted to come back. Wouldn't Osiris want his own vessel, his own body? Right? And is, isn't that why they spent all that time doing the mummification rituals to get everything just so? Meaning that when the technology was finally available and Osiris, Osiris himself was ready to kick in the door, the proverbial door from the void, he would have his very own human vessel with which he used 10,000 years ago. Or whatever, however, whatever the time frame is, however you want to do that or think about that. 
It seems pretty wild, doesn't it? It seems pretty wild, but I don't know. Like always, uh, again, we're drinking some maybe juice on this show and just kind of considering, well, if this is what people are talking about in the conspiracy world, why is that? And do you think there are connections and links here? And in the end, should we be concerned, right, about CERN itself? Again, like I said, uh, I keep citing this and it's true. It's not all science fiction in the sense that, of course, the great, the late great Stephen Hawking did say that there was a remote chance that CERN itself could cause a catastrophic vacuum decay and, uh, decay and break our universe. And that's that. Call it a wrap. So I don't know. Uh, again, is it too much? Is it too much maybe juice? Is it, uh, is it uh, not enough maybe juice for you? I don't know. You guys tell me. That's what we're talking about tonight. And uh, uh, what's the show? Well, the show is about all kinds of stuff. CERN, it's about the, uh, the universe resetting itself. It's about why that would be happening. It's about a whole lot of things. And so the question is for you as we continue tonight, we're going to keep on trucking and talking about this, of course, as we run out of time here on the fringe. Uh, the, the good news is, well, well the, the bad news is we're done. The good news is, uh, God willing, we're going to keep on trucking and do a third hour of Troubled Minds here. And uh, I want to say Happy New Year to everybody. It's been quite a wild ride for Troubled Minds this year. And uh, lots of amazing conversations. And we're going to keep talking about this stuff. We're going to keep punching and considering that uh, you never know. You just never know. What's up, Derek? Says, no better way to end 2021 than by, than by talking about the collapse of reality and awakening, awakening of Lovecraftian old ones from across the multiverse, right? Exactly. You may as well. If you're going to do it, you may as well do it in style. And that's what I'm talking about. So as we finish, like I said, thank you so much to everybody that's been part of this show this year. You know who you are, all the all the thoughtful folks in chat, all the thoughtful folks that call into the show, all the people who have supported this show on Patreon, supported this show on Rockfin, supported this show on Twitch, uh, sent uh, individual tips and donations, sent me nice things in the mail. Uh, I am blessed. I, I, I am so happy that you guys are enjoying these conversations. And uh, Brian After Dark says, the elder gods approve this topic. <laughs> and there you go. I'm not, I'm not trying to curry favor with the elder gods. I promise you that. But as we finish, that's the way this goes. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you so much. Like I said, it's been an amazing year for Troubled Minds. And uh, looking forward to 2022 because, uh, well, uh, as the world spins and turns and twists and contorts into, well, not even a flat earth. Let's call it a pretzel. A pretzel earth because that seems to be where we live. We're going to keep on talking about this stuff. We're going to keep on trucking and considering what the universe may actually have in store for us. And as we finish. I can't thank each and every one of you enough. Thank you to Joe Roop. Thank you to Ryan Gable on Fringe FM. Thank you to everybody out there listening and being a part of this. You guys are amazing. Thanks for hanging out with us. Happy New Year. Be safe. Do all the rest of those things. Take care of yourself so you can take care of others. And be sure, be strong, be true. If you're listening to us on the Fringe FM, stay tuned for a third hour. Uh, no, sorry. If you're listening to us on the Fringe FM, stay tuned for Joe Roop lighting the void. See how I did that on autopilot. If you're listening to us on any other platform, including the podcast feed, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. And that's where I get to say it. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night and Happy New Year.
Katrina Charity is also my stripper name. And she's banned, by the way. Uh, you spam that garbage in here. Michael Strange is going to ban you, and that's it. Uh, all right, so, well, pretzels aren't my dreams, but can I still get them online? Maybe, maybe. What's up, James? All right, so so uh, we are uh, officially off the Fringe FM, uh, and we're into the third hour of Troubled Minds. And, uh, Tam Bam, I will slander Quarks. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, what's going on, guys? What's going on, guys? <laughs> Theoretical physics. Uh, what's happening, guys? Reading the chat, catching up with you. Uh, third hour of Troubled Minds coming up. If you guys want to be part of the show, we're still taking your phone call. And it, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think there's something to these conspiracy theories regarding CERN and not just CERN? Well, what about uh, maybe some sort of entity trying to break through and using its will to get us to, to to actually make that thing happen? Right. Be able to crack open that portal and bring in the old ones. And uh, maybe uh, literally if it's catastrophic vacuum decay, then we're talking about reality starting over. Right. We're talking about they say that the Big Bang is a, a long cycle. Like, again, not not like the, I always like to cite the, the Mayan calendar, the Bakhtuns and their long cycle, not 26,000 years or whatever the hell that is. We're talking trillions of years, right? That long cycle. And that eventually the universe must come to an end and it must begin again, right? It's got to have some sort of mechanism in place for rebirth. All right. And that's what we're talking about tonight. And if that's the case, all right, back, it's called the big crunch. And if it does have to end and recede back into the singularity, then it has to begin again. And so maybe we have lived this life again and again and again. And this is our 10th or 12th or 18th or a thousandth or a millionth iteration of this exact same existence. And, uh, well, maybe we have latent memories. Maybe that's what deja vu is. Maybe we remember partially those other lives. Maybe, 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 I don't know. Basically, we're just talking about all kinds of crazy stuff because that's what we do on this show and considering the possibilities. And uh, if your stripper name is Katrina Charity, I'm just kidding. We just banned her from the chat. Uh, that's what you get for spamming uh, uh, websites in the chat. Uh, well, even if your name, your stripper name is not Katrina Charity, even though mine is, we're going to take a break. And so we got more troubled minds on the way. If you want to be part of the show, we're still taking phone calls. Still, uh, still love to hear your thoughts. We can go off the rails again, as you know. We, that's why we do the third hour to just kind of, uh, yeah, you know, if you want to call in and talk about uh, whatever, talk about whatever it is you want to do. It is the end. It is your final chance in 2021 to call in to a troubled mind show and uh talk to the fantastic folks out there and uh, talk to myself michael strange so we're gonna do take a two minute break and i'm gonna fill up my maybe juice and we're gonna keep on trucking we're gonna talk about more of this cern madness and these conspiracy theories and do you think there's something to it do you think there's actually something here or do you think it's just a whole lot of fan fiction LARPing and all the rest of this. You tell me. Love to hear your thoughts. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. And uh, let's uh, let's do this, shall we? Let's play some music and take a two-minute break. Two minutes, maybe juice refill. More Troubled Minds on the way. Don't go anywhere.
right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're just hanging out, having a conversation with our friends. You want to be part of that conversation tonight? Still taking phone calls. we got another hour to go. And you can reach us at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we're talking about CERN. We're talking about the CERN conspiracy theories. And there's just something to this. Is there, again, a lot a lot of weirdness, uh, not just with CERN itself, uh, Shiva, the destroyer, we're going to get to that as well, and how the, we have this cosmic dance of birth and rebirth that Shiva is constantly locked in. There's a whole bunch of this. And, of course, Shiva is a statue outside of CERN itself. And so uh, there's, there's, uh, there's a lot of weirdness to this in that uh, it, it seems not lost on the folks that are building these things. That um, they, It seems like they know. They, there's some, some sort of knowledge locked into what maybe they're reaching for. And are they really trying to open up some sort of portal to another place, another time, to another dimension, to another reality, where um, a time when maybe the Lovecraftian old ones themselves were uh, ruling the land and air and sky and sea and all the rest of it. I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Still taking your phone calls. And again, uh, last uh, last show here of the uh, the actual uh, 2021. This is where we get to get all corny and say Happy New Year and all the rest of that. We do have one more show tomorrow, the news show at 3 p.m. Pacific. That's just a quick hour. And uh, usually we just uh, burn through the news. So it's not a lot of time to hang out and talk. So if you're uh, you're into uh, talking about this stuff, uh, now's the time. 702 957 We'll get to Shiva the Destroyer and a bunch of this in just a sec here as we go. Uh, no need to uh, smash this out and get get uh, get uh, super super fast into this. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go to. Um we can take our time. We can take our time is what I mean. So let's see. Uh, James uh, Salcido says, wonder if that afterlife spirit energy source dimension is partly responsible for the beginning and end of the universe in some way. Interesting thought, right? And is uh, exactly trying to keep it uh, in a particular uh, sequence or cycle or who knows, right? That maybe maybe the, the cosmic... Um, custodian, right? Uh, the cosmic custodian. What a name is that? <laughs> what? What? There you go. It's just making shit up on the fly. But okay, so that's what we're doing tonight. Uh, Lionel Richie says Lionel. Um, Ronald says Lionel Richie was dancing on the ceiling, <laughs> probably in another reality, right? All right. So um, click the Discord link, troubleminds.org. Let's put you on the show. Let's go to Daryl in New York. Daryl, what's up? Are you there? Let's see. I just got a message from Daryl. Says I'm here. What? What? There you go. It's right. Making shit up on the fly. Okay. okay. So mute you for just a second, and yeah, let's get you get that squared away, pretty please, and we'll get to you in just one moment. Uh, hear myself coming through on your stream. So uh, let me know when you've done that, and we'll put you on the show one more time. We're talking about CERN. We're talking about this weird conspiracy theory uh, about not just maybe that the the world may have ended, but what about entities trying to end the world so they can maybe reverse and come back in their own time frame sort of osiris uh this sort of stuff you tell me love to hear your thoughts daryl are you there test one two hi michael happy new year thank you you as well daryl in new york glad to hear you you sound very much like yourself and it uh it tickles my heart when you do um, so uh, let's see. Yep, let me put uh, let me put uh, Tam Bam on the on air so she can hear us. But yeah, go right ahead, Daryl. What are your thoughts? There's there's some pretty wild stuff here tonight. You've been listening. 
Oh, I love this stuff. Uh, it's, I mean, it's fascinating, yet it's terrifying. Um, you know, it's so interesting. It's uh, the stuff you just like, I don't know, that like, I, I like, you know, Stephen Hawking has so much. I, well, you were saying, actually, I was thinking about that uh, decaying matter would turn into matter. And I mean, decaying antimatter would turn into matter. Maybe that's a life cycle of matter turning into antimatter. Maybe that's sort of how it's, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know anything. You know, I'm not a scientist, but <laughs> you there's something about the decaying, you know, the decaying, you know, there's something about the decaying antimatter. And there's it's just something so strange about it. Like, how do they know it was antimatter that hit the um, Antarctica? Like, how do they know? Who saw it, you know? I don't know. I'm just wondering, just saying. Um, and um, CERN, very concerned. I think this stuff is very dangerous. I think it makes nuclear fusion look like a, you know, like a, a, a birthday cake or something, you know, like Susie Homemaker. Um, I think it's very dangerous when you think about antimatter um, and the potential for, you know, you don't want to point that thing at me or my city or my country. You know, you could like wipe out a country. The technology sounds like it's th it's that dangerous, you know. Like it, it just like wipe out New Jersey or something, you know. Um, or worse. You know, whatever the planet. Who knows, you know? And um, I don't think I don't know how strong the CERN's instruments are. Um, some people say they're pretty powerful. You know, they are pretty powerful. And of course, you know, you don't want to weaponize this stuff, and that's probably what their motivation is. And, you know, unfortunately, it always turns into something dangerous. But um, I was there was this one um, alien, um, you know, whisperer. I'll call them. You know, the people that talk to aliens or that uh, you know have contact with aliens that experienced that have conversations, or they also have remote view as well. And I don't know what happened to her. I can't remember her name. She was she did the circuits for a bit there. And Eric, uh, Eric, um, the Awakening Man discovered her in one of these conferences. Just don't remember her name, but it'll come to me anyway. She was saying that she was remote viewing something in Antarctica, and she went, "Oh no, what's that doing there? We're not supposed to have one of those." Oh no. And she wouldn't go into detail, but it sounded like some sort of machine that's dormant and it shouldn't be reawakened. And it had all the implications of an antimatter machine. You know what I'm saying? This is just reminding me of that, that uh, listening to her. Oh, I can't remember her name. She had like a, like a nickname, like a Tamban. It was like, like, like some kind of two-word uh, nickname. I'll, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. But anyway, um, she had a lot of truth bombs that she was setting off. And, you know, when she spoke, you know, we pretty respect, we well respected what she had to say. It was definitely original and full of, you know, enlightening, uh, very enlightening. I'd love to, I'd love to locate those old episodes. She was on, um, twist, um, what do you call it? Um, shift happens a lot, you know? I'm going to have to go back and look for her. Anyway, just wanted to mention that, um, what she had mentioned, uh, about that machine in Antarctica, and suddenly there's an antiparticle, you know, explosion in Antarctica. And anyway, I was reading that they can freeze antimatter to study it better. So, you know, because it has a small half life, you know, a very short half life. Like, what the heck are they doing? What are they playing with, you know? It sounds kind of dangerous to me. It's something with gravity, and it's something that's, um, 
Well, it's a lot bigger than my head. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, and you think of the terms they use, right? Uh, the God particle. And this this is what they're looking for, like this this type of stuff. And it, it, that's the stuff that makes you raise an eyebrow like, hmm, what does that exactly mean, right? And we've talked about this. Kelly out there, I'm not sure if he's out there tonight, but he's, he's talking about the Higgs field all the time and how, uh, you know, it's like the... The, the particle in the field where things actually uh, phase from energy into matter as they pass through this Higgs field. So if we're talking about creation and we're talking about matter itself, where does it come from? Does it does this energy dip through maybe this antimatter world and become matter through this Higgs field? And wouldn't that be the God particle itself, some sort of creation of, uh, of, of matter in, in a, I don't know, scientific yeah. way? It's pretty wild. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's wild. That's crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, there's something about it that's, uh, and energy can never be depleted or destroyed, as they say, you know, so it's just like a, a life cycle of matter, um, you know, and we should not maybe mess around with it, <laughs> you know, let nature take its course, like the only thing that we, it's not found in nature is our manipulation of nature, you know. Um, and how we over manipulate stuff that we shouldn't be messing with, you know. Um, this is probably one of them, you know. Just um, don't make me swallow one. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's uh, it, it, so so. Have you heard? Have you heard some of these conspiracy theories we're talking about tonight regarding CERN? With not just uh, maybe the Nick Hinton one, where we had uh, uh, a. Back in 2012, the world did end, and we're in some bizarro secondary world or spinoff. Have you heard of that? And what are your, what is your thought on that? Well, I don't know. You know, there's all parallel universes and different timelines, and maybe in in a different timeline, the world did end, and somehow, you know, maybe somebody's manipulating time with um, time machines, and we're you know we we kind of missed that timeline, you know, by the skin of our teeth, and maybe we should shouldn't be messing with the timelines you know maybe we're not going to be successful next time i don't know you know i don't know i don't feel it's natural to be manipulating space time god particles you know maybe we, we should let nature you know take its course sometimes but um i think it's possible i think everything's possible but um sometimes i like somebody was mentioning once um, on one of these shows like, if you ever notice things that are not there somehow, like like in New York, it happens a lot. You know, businesses are gone in a day. Or, like, you'll remember a building was standing there, and then the next day it's gone. And they were pointing stuff out like that, and they were making me more aware of my environment. And I started noticing stuff like that, like, wait a minute. It doesn't look right. You know, something's missing, or something was there, something's not there. And I was wondering if that's like a Mandela type of effect, part of that Mandela effect. Maybe it's all to do with those uh, missing timelines or, oh, it's all connected. I don't know. Somehow, somehow I think they're all connected in a way. But um, as far as CERN, and oh, you were mentioning that, um, that tunnel project. And there is something satanic about it. And when you start to add something like a Satan ritual, then you're talking about like black magic, I suppose. And... Um, that's where you get into like a paranormal, you know, like thin line between reality and, you know, whatever, um, potential fantasy or p potential dark realities. And um, that uh, somebody, everybody should watch at least the six minutes that's posted on YouTube of that channel opening. It is mind blowing. I watched the whole thing with um with um, Rohan, and it just, it was so entertaining in the darkest possible way imaginable. 
I totally recommend it just for anyone's curiosity. It's definitely um, an eyebrow lifter. I'll say that. I'll give it my thumbs up in that aspect. Very, very interesting, very satanic, very um, CERN, you know, lots of, you know, strange um, side um, special effects. are. Um, it's incredible. And the, the talent was there. The thousands of people were doing it. Um, it's just an amazing uh, collaboration of, of talent that they got to everybody to cooperate and do this wacky uh, ritual that's very choreographed. It's, it's, it's pretty impressive. Um, what's the name of that tunnel? The ghost tunnel, something like that? Uh, Brent, Brent Hall or... Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, well, yeah. I got it here somewhere. I don't want to lose my spot by finding it. Well, okay. but uh, I, I said I'll it earlier. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. try to find. The, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to try to post it. I'm going to find it for you. Okay. But it's Thank worth watching. It's so worth watching, and that's got a lot of CERN special effects in there too. So you'll you'll appreciate it all after what we've spoken about tonight. Okay, fantastic. Um, so, so I don't know. What do you think about the, the? Do you think there is some merit to this stuff, or do you think it's all just like way too much tinfoil hat? Oh no, I think there's maybe not enough tinfoil hat and too much reality. Sometimes I don't know. I'm afraid of uh, you know. I fear for you know getting in the wrong hands. I think uh, that potential for a lot of uh, danger. And I don't know what what they're they're trying to find the god particle. Then what happens? <laughs> or are we trying to create are we trying to play god too much i think um i don't know i don't want to be negative and say don't play god but you know hey <laughs> leave that up to god yeah right like a <laughs> human hubris right you, you imagine if you you inadvertently open the realm of god how would you how would you deal with his wrath right <laughs> yeah, probably god, not yeah. well i would think not well uh, the Godhard Tunnel, Godhard Tunnel. That's what. Uh, that's what. Um, Godhard, see, yeah. Godhard Tunnel. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, so you think there is something to this? You think there's a maybe? Maybe we're causing uh, unnecessary issues. I don't know. I, I'm not sure where I stand on if they're really trying to open portals or not. But it seems like uh, you know, according to some sources and that guy from the Department of Energy on that Chelsea Handler show, the rest of that we've talked about that before. That they, they seem to be sort of dipping into these parallel universes as much as possible. And if they're doing that, it makes you wonder why. Like, why are they, who, who are they trying to contact? What's going on here? Well, we've, we've been painting our tongues gold, you know. We've been uh, looking for that black goo, you know, to talk to uh, the archons. And for the, for, for the centuries, for years, we've always trying to, like, have that, like, direct passage to God, you know. We don't want to pass God. We want to go directly to God, you know. We don't want to do any of the journey there, you know. We want to try to go, like, let's get God, you know. Um, I think um, these are all our techniques and methods. They've just gotten way tech more technologically advanced, you know. Um, they're coating your tongue with gold, you know, and burying yourself and hoping you're going you know, to come out the other end talking to God, you know. <laughs> right, like that, right? The, the Egyptian funerary stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's all pretty That's creepy, nice. isn't it? And, uh, right? and it? and it all hints at that immortality cycle. In that uh, maybe they do want to come back. Maybe they want to, uh, you know, uh, mortal rule is not good enough, right? You, the true immortality is uh, in, in the resurrection, right? And I don't want to make it biblical or anything, but you, you see what I said there. It's the biggest question we all have. Let's face it. That's the biggest question. It's the one we can't answer. And what happens when we die? 
I don't think um, anyone can have a bigger question than that, you know? And that's the major question of the year, I think. Right? Exactly right. Exactly right. Yep. So that's yep. It. So for thoughts of a new year, for prosperous new year, and uh, hope we all come back in the next world and you're going to be listening to you on a podcast somewhere on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> all right. We're in no rush, though. No rush. No rush to get there. No hurry. No hurry. (laughs) Not trying to spin off the mortal coil just yet. We're all good right here. Nice and cozy in this house, and I'm the bunker's nice and warm. The heater's on. I got no problems. Nothing to complain about. I got I got all these amazing friends that uh, love to talk about amazing things. So uh, no complaints out of me. Happy New Year to you as well, Daryl. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being part of this, and uh, I, I appreciate you very much. Thank you. You too. We all appreciate you so much, Michael. You've been the greatest. It's been a great year, and uh, here's to many more. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, always a pleasure. Uh, if you want, you're, you know, you're welcome. Stay right there. You want to mute up and so you don't have to bounce around and catch all your stuff up. Stay right where you're at. Stay right where you're at. Thank you so much. Um, uh, let's go. Uh, still talking about this stuff. What do you guys think about these CERN conspiracy theories? Uh, th- there you go. Uh, nice talkers got it right. Matrix resurrection, right? Uh, again, I hate to get all biblical, but uh, is that what this is really all about? It's about it's about resurrection. And I know some people would say yes, and I know some people would say, you blasphemer, shut your dirty mouth, Michael Strange. Well, I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. I'm not trying to make anybody mad, but it is weird how some of these parallels seem to kind of uh, kind of uh, cr- uh, crisscross, right? They seem to uh, really, really step step in your way and kind of uh, point themselves out from time to time. Pretty pretty bizarre stuff. Uh, thank you for the phone call, Daryl. Uh, always amazing. And uh, looking at <laughs> Resurrection of the Titans, right? Yeah, exactly. So so uh, still looking to hear from you if you want to be part of the show tonight. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We're talking about CERN. We're talking about these CERN conspiracy theories. And do you think there's something to be concerned about? And that's really what this is, uh, what, what the premise of the show is tonight. There's some pretty wild stuff that we're touching on with maybe the resurrection of the universe, maybe uh, breaking it over your knee uh, to, to restart, to begin again for a second chance. And again, if you're thinking in, in terms of immortality, you're, you're talking about forever. And so forever only ends when the universe ends. Well, but of course, if there are multiple universes, then it changes the definition of forever, doesn't it? It almost means that you can reset the game at some point. But at what point and what do you need to actually reset that game? You tell me. You tell me. Love to hear your thoughts at 702-957-1037. Tam Bam, are you there? Tam yes, Bam. hi. Welcome to Troubled Minds. Tam Bam in South Africa. How are you tonight? I'm fine. How are you? Doing very well, thank you. Hard for me to complain. Like I said, I got uh, I got lots of great lots of great friends here. Nice. Wanted to talk about lots of amazing things. I'm uh, embarrassment of riches. All the rest of you fine folks. Yes, same. I feel exactly the same. Thank you. I get so that. excited. Appreciate that. What was I going to say? Um, well, I was going to say something. Oh, today's the last day because in South Africa today's the thirty first. So for me, it's happy last. What old Year's Eve day? Today's thirty first. So uh, New, New, New Year's, Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. So so happy New yeah. Year's Eve to you. So I will actually speak to you the next time next year. <laughs> That's right. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. See you next year, Tan. We're not done. We just started, though. We just started. Hey, so I'll save the dad joke till the end. So, but the thing is this, right? We're talking about CERN tonight. Do you think this is a bunch mm. of bullshit, or do you think there's something to some of these conspiracy mm. theories? 
Listen, if it was a bunch of bullshit, would they really put so much money into something? If it was really bullshit, there's something there. We have to admit there's something there. Whether they tell us the truth or not, there's something there. I do feel that there are people who are leaking the information. And um, I just wanted to go back to the Matrix Resurrections that you said just now. Sure. I came across um, this guy who was posting, you know how the Simpsons program like pre-predicts all these things that are going to happen and then it happens uh, five or 10 or 15 years later? The yep. Simpsons program? Yep. Okay, so the one Simpsons program, it actually had people, you know, um, driving at, and they disappeared. You know, the Christians arose and they disappeared from earth and if all the sinners were left on earth to suffer the thousand years of whatever wrath. That was one of the episodes. And apparently, like, you know, you've got to take that into account, even though it's the Simpsons cartoon. So that concerned me, even though I know where I'm going. Right, right. I just wanted to tell you that. Yeah, still, if there's if there's some sort of something at work, whether that's voodoo or witchcraft or, right, some sort of, I don't know, something or other that where you can maybe predict the future with things like that. It, it does make me grit my teeth. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. Give you that for sure. For sure. And then you can make the connection of what Dolores Cannon said. You know, Dolores Cannon, she said the earth splits in two now, um, according to, you know, it goes, uh, there's two earths. They get the good earth and the bad earth and diff- on different vibrations. One's vibrating on a higher level with the people and the other one is vibrating on a lower level. And it, does, it doesn't mean it's exactly splitting into two physically. It mis- me, just means that the higher vibrational people live on a different plane of existence to the lower vibrational people. So, say for instance, I vibrate super high. I don't really come into contact with people who are negative beings or on the lower level. And that also made me grip my teeth a little. You know, it's like a little bit scary. And it's, it sounds like it's soon. You know, and then I see the Simpsons program. I'm like, oh my god! So it's kind of scary. I feel you. I feel um, you there. Uh, so, so what about the rest of the CERN stuff uh, regarding maybe? You think there's something trying to come through? Or are they trying to open a portal? Uh, so, some of the conspiracy theories okay. revolve around um, the idea that, like maybe the archons and Gnosticism, is that they, they're, they've been controlling us outside of our reality manipulating us inside of our reality to do specific things to help them to help them finally kick in the door kick open the portal and flood into this reality and take over do you think there's something like this afoot with cern maybe there uh, something like the archons i don't know about the archons themselves but we could say cthulhu or we could say osiris or something like this some sort of like supernatural entity is trying to come through whatever you want to name it the devil whatever you want to call it is there something maybe manipulating us to open a portal inadvertently? You think that's a thing? Okay, so I'm going to spit out some really woo-woo stuff. It's seriously tinfoil. So don't judge me because this is my own um, process of research. If I'm trying to put like a lot of pieces of puzzles together and it's somehow sort of col- um, bringing it into a narrowing tunnel. So, um, and just bear with me, everyone, just in the Bible, in Genesis, it says, uh, 
heavens, the waters of heaven is separated from the waters of earth through a firmament, which in dictionary terms is a dome, right? So say, for instance, this, I'm still backing to deal with this, even though it's in the Bible, because I'm so indoctrinated to what science has taught me at school, right? So say, for instance, this dome really does fucking exist, okay? And then we have the stories, and it's there, right? Then we have the story of Admiral Bird going to inner earth or going deeper and finding um, the inner earth beings and... Um, there are magical beings there, and there are actually godlike beings there. There's Atlanteans, there's different races, there are Acturians, there's all sorts, right? And those beings have come uh, back in a uh, hundred thousand years back into the past. They've come up and they actually help build the pyramids. And then there's, because Admiral Boyd also said he saw flying saucers, and those flying saucers, um, that was their means of transport. What if the CERN Hadron Collider is actually a place uh, where they're trying to create a portal to another another world where it is another non-water world? Say, for instance, space is water. So they're going to another non-water world where there's oxygen or whatever gas they breathe. And that is the portals. So they actually can't get through the firmament. And the moon landing was a lie, say for instance. And that's what they're doing. And this is how the beings of other worlds are actually penetrating through our reality and mixing through our races. Okay, so that there's no, no real way to, to fly there because we are protected somehow by this firmament. But they're using... Basically, like we're talking like Stargate SG One. Have you ever seen that series? <laughs> That's yes. pretty wild. Where they're, where they're jumping the basis through these of all my conspiracy. <laughs> awesome. That's a great series. I'm halfway through season five, and I'm enjoying it very much. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, isn't it interesting too? Is that in in a Stargate SG One with the, the portals and the Stargates and all the rest of this stuff going on? That they also have the. By the way, that fits into this conspiracy as well. Osiris. Right, and some of these ancient Egyptian gods that uh, are immortal in the sense that they were powerful when they were worshipped, and in this case, they're alien surrogates and the rest of that. But they're also trying to bring about their new reign back on Earth, right? <laughs> right. So these entities or these beings below Earth, with their flying saucers. That has been confirmed and, you know, there's actually history and documentation about this. Um, so not just from Admiral Byrd, but others, uh, other people, military people as well. Um, they actually are very concerned with the human race and the atomic bomb. And I don't know if you've seen, I'm sure you have because you know everything, um, some of the UFOs who have been shooting down the atomic bombs back in the day the bombs or the H-bombs or whatever, they've been shooting these bombs down. Um, um, there's footage of this. They don't like because they're concerned for the human race because they actually eventually want to, um, once we ascend to a higher vibration, <laughs> it sounds so crazy when I say it out loud. Um, they want to ascend to... <laughs> No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Laughing you're, at myself. You're, you're, you're amongst friends, Tam. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see after this conversation. Okay. okay so, all right. All right. 
I, I'm still they saying my dad jokes, so you may you may be the one to def defriend me. So <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> okay, so humans are just waiting for humans to ascend to a higher vibration, whether it's fifth dimensional, whatever they call it. And then, and they're shooting down all the bombs and the negativity, and they try, they want to resurface and help us again, just like they did back in the old days. Now, listen to me, where um, the the Indians, you know, where they have the gods with the eight arms, the blue one, and um, whatever they worship there, Shiva. and the Shiva and Kali, yes, yes, that, and then also. Um, the Egyptian gods with the different faces, like you know, Vegas, and then Ra the and whatever. Yep, yep. The head of the falcon, the Correct, head of the dog. Yep, yep. I'm with you. Correct. I, I can't think. So they just want they want to come back and help us again. They want to be with us again with their, um, the good ones, right? So the bad ones would be, you know, Ash, Ash's people, the, the reptilians, who just want control. And who are already here just trying to get control. And the aim is to actually get rid of them and to ascend the earth humans back into a one consciousness. Instead of the segregation we're having at the moment and the unnecessary fighting we have at the moment. Okay, so 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 you think you think maybe that it's it's them trying to come back to help, not to actually harm or take over again. They they actually want to be with us to help us again, to maybe lead us down whatever righteous path you, we used to have, something like that. Yeah, I I think you know it's like I said, it's so tinfoil hat. I'm like really pulling pulling here, but. It kind of seems, everything I seem to research, especially this week, seems to congregate to and point to one direction, and that is um, hollow earth theory. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like, everything I just seem to research just goes there, and then these, uh, all these things, these beings that are under earth, I mean, every civilization has good and bad, right? It's all about intention. And... Um, I also think this is why the the CERN Hadron Collider is in Switzerland because you know, you know, everyone <laughs> it, 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 everybody loves Switzerland. If you don't love Switzerland, you're a racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're impartial because Switzerland is you know you neither here nor there, you neither left or right, right? So that's why it sits in Switzerland. Right, of course. Um, I, was, I was just making a bad joke, but yeah. <laughs> See, I Your told you, you I told you, you were going to unfriend me on Facebook. You're going to be the no. one. It's going to be you, not no. me. Tam, Tam Bam, I'm sorry. It's you. It's not me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. All right. So I, I love it. I love where you're headed. Continue, please. Okay. So that was that is what I've been researching. Then I heard <laughs> that Elon Musk has a little bit of a theory going on. Okay. This might be really like really teetering on the woo-woo. But apparently he said, I can't even say it. He said half the earth is actually dead, the one half, and the other half of the earth is alive. And we can't get to the other side of the earth because it's completely inhabitable. What does this fucking guy know that we don't know? Who's and apparently... He, Matthew McConaughey? Elon Musk. Oh, Elon Musk. How did yeah. you, you slide Matthew McConaughey in there? Did you say that or did I imagine I that? I did. You imagined that shit. That's dad. Are you right serious? Through. This is recorded. I can go back and check. 
<laughs> you can go back. <laughs> All right. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. okay. So Elon Musk said half the world is dead. When did he say this? I don't know. This is what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm, I'm the worst collector of information. I can tell you everything, but I, I never seem to, to get the links. I never seem to keep the links like a fucking idiot. Cause I get frustrated and then I just scroll and read and scroll. But anyway, that's what I heard. And then he's also, he knows about the firmament. So his rockets have been hitting the firmament and scraping all along the firmament. That's okay. what I heard. Okay. All right. If you can, I'd love to see this stuff. I'd love to see where this comes from. I, I've never heard this. I'm, I'm going to send you a link for a video I actually I found from, I just happened to find it. And it was, it was so bizarre because that it was seriously difficult to find. And I just happened to find it. Like I said, it all leads to hollow earth, but there's some facts there. There's some serious facts there that also um, play into the uh, project halo or halo jump or something project i can't think um and the antarctica peace treaty and all these things everything is just aligned up so beautifully so i'm going to send you that link but that's actually for you and axel when you do your own show okay all right i can't wait for the axel show i'm gonna dunk on that but i need so you hard. to do me a favor <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Axel's my boy. That's why I say that. Yeah, what, what's the favor? What can I do? I need you to, and I did this to my husband, and I need you to listen to this as if you've never learned anything in your life before. I need you to be completely open-minded, and I, I need you to take physics and science and everything you know out of your mind because what it does is it actually tells you how they disproved Einstein's theory of gravity. So, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's, there's some contention still with uh, gravity and the rest of that because uh, the dark matter and the whole thing, and we still, we still don't understand. Like in small doses, we we get it, but in in larger cosmolo cosmological, um, uh, uh, what would you say, uh, spaces in large, large, large scales, we, gravity still baffles us. But yeah, so, so yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, I got it. I, I can do that. I can drink some maybe juice on that for sure. A serious maybe juice. You have to try and do that because nowadays we we can't rule out the impossible. Every time we say it's impossible, we cannot say that anymore. I don't think we should. The impossibility of everything, it doesn't exist. We really have to be seriously open-minded to anything and everything. I mean, I'm, you know what I'm doing at the moment? because I'm on holiday and I know it sounds fucking ridiculous, but I've been wanting to try this forever is telekinesis. Nice. <laughs> Don't judge me. No, no. Hey, when you figure it out, can you, can you please let me be the first to know? I want to know. I don't, I don't disbelieve yeah. it can, I, I think, I think again, right. We talked about the power of the human mind quite a lot on this show. So why not? Why not? If you can figure that shit out, I, Tam, why, yeah. why figure anything else out? You're just like, Hey, I'll get my own coffee. Thanks. Wave your hand. <laughs> yeah, let me know. Okay. I'd, I'd, love to, I'd love to know if you get any, uh, any traction with that. I, I would be very, very tickled if you would share with us. I'm going gonna, it's, it's gonna to take a long time, but I'm really, I seem to be really dedicated at the moment. Okay. I might lose traction, but I'll get back to it. Okay. All right. Go get it. 
Go get it. All right. So everybody in the chat is saying she definitely said Elon. But I, I did hear Elon, but I swear you said Matthew McConaughey somewhere in there. And apparently you didn't. The chat's given it to me. <laughs> say you didn't say anything of the sort. Those are my people. So I, I, hear, I hear some. I, apparently I dipped into an alternate universe for a second while you were talking to me. <laughs> no, don't even lie. You know yeah, what I learned I, the other day? No, I swear. I heard, I heard you say Matthew McConaughey. Yo. That's yeah. so bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they say when yeah. you go into another room and you forget why you're there, you actually dipped into another parallel universe because yeah. you forgot why you were there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or, or, or the other one is the the uh, that's when the alien erased your memory because they didn't want you to to, to remember them. They they did the Men in Black like boop, <laughs> and you're like shit. Where am I? With the neuralizer. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any answers here. I know, I know that uh, you're you're in the same boat, just trying to trying to punch up and get some answers as well. Uh, Tam, you were the you were the best. Thank you so much for spending your time with us and all your great energy, and all your all your beautiful laughter. And it's just uh, it, it's so good to get together and just talk and laugh, isn't it? Thank you so much. Yes, I love laughing. You know, I have to laugh every day. Absolutely, every day. Add it to the list. Have to make put it on your list, guys. Make sure you laugh every day. It's uh, it definitely makes the world go around. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Great stuff. Appreciate it, Tam. Anything else you got for us tonight? Yes, but I'm just gonna just wait until because I'm sure there's other callers. And you find out. I haven't checked. I haven't checked. Let's check it. Uh, Let me see. Uh, Anybody else out there? Uh, This is your final chance in 2021 to be on Troubled Minds. So, uh, yeah, we got Rohan. You want to you want to hang tight and we'll go to Rohan and then come back to you? Yes, of course. He's brilliant. Yes, of course. Okay, All right. So stay right where you're at, Tam Bam. We'll get back with you in just one moment. Still taking your phone calls, guys. It is uh, the end of the year, Troubled Minds. And as you know, when it gets to Thursday night, it seems a lot like Friday night to me because we don't do Friday shows. So I'm in no hurry to to end this. So if you want to be part of the program, part of the show, part of the conversation, part of whatever you want to call it, I just like to call it a conversation. It just seems weird if you do that. Uh, 702-957-1037. TroubledMinds.org. Click the Discord link. We're here with our good friend, Daryl our good friend Tam Bam, and of course, our good friend, the famous Liam Martin, the mighty Rohan. Welcome to Troubled Minds, my friend. How are you tonight? So, brother, how are you doing? Boom. The show, man. Thank you. I'm doing well. You guys are fantastic. With like, You guys are all like radio pros now, right? You like slide on in there, and then I say your name, and then boom, you unmute, and you're in. You guys, you guys are all mm-hmm. over this. <laughs> Bam! Uh, we're getting, getting free training. Free training, really. <laughs> free training, we, we all feel like we've, we should have paid you 100 bucks or something. <laughs> uh, the bill's in the mail, sir. <laughs> And oh, I got an invoice. And that's, I, that's why I'm always on the move. Oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. And I hate to tell you, it's it's not a hundred bucks. <laughs> anyway, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> all jokes aside, no nobody's getting any bills. Uh, so, so what do you think about all the all this crazy stuff we're talking about? All the CERN shit. And I know I, I hit you up a little bit before we started tonight with some of the CERN stuff. Uh, have you? Uh, I know you've probably heard of this and looked into some of these conspiracies. From what you heard tonight, do you think there's something here, or do you think this is just a load of bullshit? No, there's, there's loads of stuff here. There's tons of stuff here. You don't. This is the. You got. Um, we'll think of it from this angle. Uh, cost. This is the most expensive machine ever built, and it's not only the most. It's by far, by a long way, it's the most expensive thing ever made. Right. They're constantly adding to it. 
yeah, at the cost of loads and loads more millions, right? And it also, it don't work like anything else. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 doing, it's doing completely different things, isn't it? In terms of what's possible with physics. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and combine that with um, uh, D-wave computing, quantum uh, computing, that's literally extracting resources from other dimensions because it's doing calculations elsewhere. And, do you know what I'm saying? So these two things together, it will run a whole new level. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the difference between kinetic weapons and then we start getting, starting to get energy weapons now, aren't we? Like sound weapons and microwave weapons and who knows what else. It's a different game. Yeah, it's, it seems like there's something to this in, in terms of kicking open a door to the other side, whatever the other side is. For, for sure, I can see that. And again, right, we had like, like yeah. serious... Uh, people have suggested again back to that you know uh, run, um, what's that uh, vacuum decay catastrophic vacuum decay from uh, from Stephen Hawking like like actually serious people have said well what CERN's doing is super cool but it's also it could be seriously super dangerous because what does happen when you kick open the portal what, like what happens when you open it right is it uh is it stable is it not is it is it going to just destroy us in an instant is it like some have suggested it's like you know you kick it open and it's like the gates of hell and like all the demons just come fleeing out of there like thank god we're finally free you know and well i'm sorry to put god in the same sentence as demons that seemed wrong but you, you know what i mean like like they they're free to well, sort of like Ghostbusters, back to the Ghostbusters, right? And there's no Dana, only Zool. They kick the portal open, Zool comes in, and uh, all the ghosts come with them. They're pretty wild, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like if you're, like, I suppose it's like anything, if you don't know what you're up against, like the boy in the dam, you know, puts his finger in the dam, you know, the Amsterdam boy, you know, there's a famous thing of it, there's a dike got a hole in it, so the boy walks past, puts his finger in it to plug the leak until someone can come and fix it. Right, and it's like, well, if you, if you, if you, I mean, you know what that is? It's water being held back to, you know, reclaim land, right? But when you're dealing with stuff and you don't know what it is, is that well, you don't know what what the water is? You don't necessarily know what you're dealing with. So I get that. That's the, the potential danger. But the the thing for us is why it, it can be dangerous. Is like I've mentioned in the chat when it came to atom bombs and hydrogen bombs. They had some serious concerns about them, and they went and did it anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? I know you can say you could argue, well, it's a war effort. It's a desperate situation. But if you get that wrong, you ignite the atmosphere, you, or you create a chain reaction. And Daryl was talking about, um, I don't know, she was sort of saying, well, I don't really know how this works in terms of it going wrong. Could it destroy the planet? And I'm thinking, well, no, it's not a case of, like, if a machine goes wrong, like, it's going to explode like a bomb. No, that's irrelevant. It's because this is working on the high, high physics. This is what we're talking about. This is on the next level, next game of physics. We're on the next level of technology. This is where we get our inroads into being a type zero civilization. We can get on that, on that scale. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's not about, if that machine blows up, that's not the thing to worry about. It's whether or not, like, say it's created a rip. A tear, it's whether or not it's created strangeless. Because if it's created, if the theoretical strangelet happens, it's got an incredibly dense mass, like a small black hole, and it changes everything else that it touches into one. So imagine the chain reaction that's going to happen there. The whole Earth will become a black hole. It swallow the entire solar system and just keep going until it's swallowed up so much stuff that it can't really quite grab anything. 
Do you know what I'm saying? So, so if you just go ahead and do that, that's my thing about it. If you just go ahead and, and press, flick the switch, and that's what happens. Like I say, it's game over, isn't it? You know. Yeah, and and the thing is too, like uh, it's suggested that it would be in the snap of a finger. It would literally be like the MCU Thanos and his snap, right? It'd be like, yeah, boom, and that would be and it. The, well, you know, CERN, CERN literally said that's ha- that happened. When it, you know, when it came, you know, they, they couldn't get it started in the, in the beginnings, and there was a lot of problems with it and breaking down and stuff. At one time, they said it did work. I don't know if it's just arrogance or whether they mean this or what, but they said, oh, no, no, it, it's not that it didn't work. It did work. It's just that it destroyed the universe. And so it had to put us onto a timeline where it didn't work. You know, it sounds like some bullshit excuse. To the, you know, <laughs> but then... <laughs> Oh, it's the fastest gun in the West trick. But what if they mean it? Because we're talking about fucked up shit, aren't we? Yeah, and and, like, and and again, right? The thing the thing that rattles me the most about it is that if 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 we do open that door, what's on the other side? Like like I don't know. Like you know, in Stargate, they send the MALP through, right? They get they get a little probe. They send through. It's got cameras and shit. Well, what happens if you open it and? It's not like that at all. <laughs> and they're waiting. Mm. They've been waiting and they know where it's going to open. And there's like a legion, right? I use that term. Exactly, intentionally. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember? Did you ever, do you ever saw Star Trek? Did yeah. you saw Star Trek Voyager? I never saw Voyager. Have you seen that? Nope. Well, in Voyager, there's a, it fits in nicely with this, actually. There was, um, so the, the concept to them is they've been propelled. This is a ship, a science ship that's been propelled really, really far away. And so they're on a voyage trying to get back home, and it's going to take them, like, even in you know, top speed, it's going to take them on, you know, 100 years or whatever. So they're trying to find shortcut ways to get back. And they come across the Borg. They're in Borg space. Right. So they end up, you know, being able to use some of the technology get home, whatever. But the the, the reason they help, they end up working in the Borg, because you'd never want to work with them, right? But they end up appealing to the Borg, because the Borg have got an enemy that they can't defeat, right? And the reason they can't beat them is because they can't be assimilated. And the reason they can't be assimilated is because the Borg have started using a kind of in-between subspace subspace that's a, like a completely different type of universe, and it's all, the entire universe is li- like a kind of liquid. Do you know what I'm saying? And then and it pulls this species in that they can't like assimilate. And these species are really intelligent. They've got some like incredibly advanced genetics. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, well, what's going on there? Like I say, was it, I really liked the way they, they presented that in, in the Star Trek Voyager show. It's species 8472, was, if you want to look it up. And it was just the fact that this universe, it's not like... I mean, it's not like, it's just a liquid. So it's like, it don't necessarily need to have stars and like space and stuff. And you're like, well, maybe they swim around there so you can swim anywhere in the universe. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's just really, really strange to think about. But it's like I say, um, I don't know, man. There's a few things in this. Sorry, to I was rambling on a bit. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. So so I did, I did post to you before we started tonight that thing about, uh, uh, let me actually read it. Uh, I trimmed it out and sent it to you exactly this. Uh, what did you think about that? Let me uh, go back to it one moment, and I'll read this. I sent this to Rohan before we started and was like, hey, you heard anything about this crap? And uh, this is a thing. Then there was, of course, the concept that CERN may indeed be attempting to resurrect an ancient pagan god named Nimrod or Osiris. 
The eve of 2015 was marked by one of the biggest archaeological discoveries of the decade, the discovery of what is believed to be the tomb of Osiris, the Egyptian god of the dead. From what we understand about DNA, it was uh, uh, farmed uh, from the tomb, and CERN is now in possession of this ancient DNA. According to Anthony Patch, the leading researcher on CERN, yep. CERN is about to yep. reanimate or, re- or resurrect Nimrod and his demon army by opening the gates of hell, as they put it, in a portal to an alternate dimension, which well, what seems to be nothing short of occult rituals and ceremonies going on at CERN should leave one to rule nothing out when it comes to this organization, the New World Order, and the so-called elites. Pretty wild, right? <laughs> Oh, you want to go there, do you, Michael? Why not? Go there. Why not? <laughs> Why not? What did you think? Well, all right, then. When you read that, oh, well. did, you, did you do the Macaulay Culkin yeah. and put your hands on your face and go, ah! <laughs> no, I put my arms in there more like, yay, thanks, <laughs> at last. At last. Talking, okay, this, Finally, we're this, here. There we go. All right, yeah, so finally, what, did you, what do you think about that? Finally. Well, I thought, there you go, go for Go for This is the thing. Right, you find these, they tell us these ancient civilizations and myth and this, that, and the other, and oh, you know, there's no such thing as telekinesis and mind reading, and then, but then they're spending millions researching this stuff, spending decades carrying on doing their experimentation. You know, the CIA had a remote viewing program in the 70s, you know. You know, uh, even Robert Monroe, the first guy that was writing about this stuff, tried to visit Canada and he had like astral bodyguards. Do you know what I'm saying? They're totally on this business. Okay, so Gulf War, right? Saddam Hussein, who's been funded and built up by the West, right? Is then the bad guy. He's a fascist dictator, whatever. But that comes straight after, straight after him uncovering the city of, uh, was it Uruk, Uruk was it? Uruk. Ancient city of yep. Uruk. Uruk, yeah? Yep. It's supposed to be a myth. Finds it, right? Finds the grave of Gilgamesh, and as you mentioned, which I'm really glad you mentioned, supposed to be at least one-third alien. So you're going to want the DNA, aren't you? Do you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what a lot of that was about, and I think that's what, when you're saying weapons of mass destruction, I think it was probably true <laughs> was it in some way. A Stargate. Yeah, it, either a, a Stargate or the DNA. The DNA can be right. considered a weapon, can't it? You right. know, potentially. Right. So it's national security shit, right? So if you've then got CERN, and like you say, um, this trying to re- Nimrod, well, that, that in my mind, uh, I'm harking back to uh, Alistair Crowley, okay, mentioning rituals, and they're trying to create a tulpa, a golem, and irradiating it with a nuclear bomb. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So they're doing that ritual stuff, and he's supposed to have gone out there, opened up a portal, got some really crazy stuff going on, irradiate this uh, golem, you know, and that's uh, and Abramovich is doing it, you know, the artist. She's making tulpas uh, and calling it art, and she says herself, it's, it's art when it's in public, and at home it's a ritual. Yeah, you know that's what I'm saying? The, the spirit, spirit telling cooking. Us. Spirit cooking, right? Yeah, spirit cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also remember too. Right around the time just before, uh, just after all that shit went down in uh, the Iraq War, uh, uh, and they they discovered Ur, the lost city of Ur, like you said, uh, Saddam Hussein uh, declared himself the uh, Nebuchadnezzar, the re- reincarnation, the reincarnation yeah. of Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, no, you like, can't make this shit up, can you? Yeah, no, you, can't, you totally can't. You totally can't. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Uh, I don't know. So when I read that, I was like, 
was like, okay, so this goes pretty deep. And I was, I was pretty pleased with like, this is good enough. You know, like we kind of got our cons, we got, you know, like, but I like to go way out there just to kind of consider all the things. But then I found that stuff and was like, oh shit. <laughs> now, we're, now we're talking about resurrecting the old ones, right? I mean, whatever they are, whatever you want to call them, whether it's Lovecraftian yeah. or whether it's like Osiris or whether, whether it's Nimrod or whatever it's got to be. Man, like shit got hot when I found that. I was like, what do you think, Rohan? Yeah. Is this too much maybe juice? And Rohan's well, cheering instead. <laughs> cheering instead. Shiva. I mean, they've got Shiva there as well. So what's that? What's that about? And Shiva has many forms, and that's that's one of the fighting forms, hey, isn't it? All them arms. That's that's you know, that's. <laughs> You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, and while we're on that, I got to add this. What's the symbolism? What's your intention? Exactly. Sort of exactly. So, th- just to add this, well, well, make sure we get it into the show tonight. This is critically important to this, what we're talking about. So, this is from uh, Skywatch TV, back to that article. It's super long and it's talking about all this stuff, and there's a ton of shit in here. It's packed with uh, like, like blow your mind type stuff, like, okay, got to look into this, got to check into that. It's one of those ones, right? So, uh, again, description, uh, link in the description, always check it out. Uh, so, I'm, I'm citing this so you guys know where I got it from. Here we go. So they're talking about CERN itself. This is intertwined. uh, This intertwined and sometimes antagonistic relationship is similar to that of Shiva and Kali, right? And we've talked about the duality of creation, the whole thing. It it continues. An important part to a point to make because it is Shiva's statue that welcomes visitors to CERN's headquarters in Geneva. The Shiva statue depicts the Hindu god in his Nataraha position, a cosmic dance that destroys the old universe in favor of a new creation. This ritual is performed on the back of a demon named Apasmara, 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 I don't know how to say it, which is said to represent ignorance. So the ritual to destroy the universe is a dance performed on the back of a demon that translates to ignorance. And so I looked and I checked and I was like, okay, this seems too good, to, too hot to handle, too cold to hold. And so I went to Natarahara in the, on Wikipedia and sure shit, <laughs> it's Sanskrit meaning act, dance, drama. The symbolism is uh, Shiva. He dances within a circular or cyclically closed arc of flames, which symbolically represent the cosmic fire that in Hindu cosmology creates everything and consumes everything in cyclic existence or cycle of life. The fire also represents the evils, dangers, heat, warmth, light, and joys of the daily life. The arc of fire emerges from two makara, or mythical water beasts, on each end. And, uh, yeah, well, so at least that part checks out. <laughs> WTF, am I right? Yeah, exactly. So this is, this is the thing. You know, you've got this symbolism in there, and it's coming from, you know, ancient Sanskrit. Right? And that's like oldest writings. This on top, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's always always links. You connect these dots together, and then it and then it starts to become apparent that yeah, yeah, the we were kind of reenacting stuff from the past, and it's not just you know a slow Wednesday on a march on some random year. You know they're picking prominent characters in history, doing epic stuff. They're picking gods and stuff on there to emulate and do stuff and build things the same. And it's like this whole thing's been a ritual the whole time. It seems to me. And I think it's the name in the game has all been about, especially now in the information age. I think the name in the game is um, keep all the goods to yourself, and to keep all the goodies to yourself, and don't let the, you know, the more pri- uh, exclusive you can make it, the more power you can this you can seem to derive because of that knowledge. Knowledge is power, isn't it? And because it lets you apply other things, 
you know, and this is out there, sort of pretty far out stuff. You know what I'm saying? But if it's reachable for humanity, then we should all have our hands on the wheel, right? Uh, you would hope so. At least, at least considering the possibility. As always, right? Just considering the possibility. Mm-hmm. Amazing mm-hmm. stuff. Amazing stuff. Uh, what's uh, what happened with you in 2021, Rohan? Did you did you do anything new? Uh, not well. Not no. I took, I took a bit of a break towards the end of this year, just getting a start for uh, for the new year. Yeah, just because I've um, I had a few health problems uh, uh, this year, but they, they start getting better and sort of healing up. So yeah, I'm I'm raring to go. So I had a bit of a quiet uh, Christmas this year, but I'm not I'm not much of a Christmas person really, to be honest. Yeah, uh, that doesn't surprise me. Nor am I. I uh, I, uh, I I play along, but uh, it's not it's not my thing. But uh, but I do enjoy that yeah, people get together and want uh, want to hang out and uh, have a good time around Christmas. But okay, so but what I meant to ask, I've got, you, well, I've, I've got a new Christmas concepts actually. I've got a new Christmas concept for you. Okay, sure. and I ran it by someone. Shoot, and it shoot. was a, I, I thought because what bothers me about Christmas is this kind of mad rush to sort of buy presents and give them to people and it's and some of it becomes a bit of a social thing and like you know a bit of status, status thing almost and it's like gets expensive and i thought what we should really be doing this is probably what you're supposed to do is we should, every year we should all hang out and do what we normally do with food and drink and have fun and get together but instead of going crazy on presents which is should just get ourselves a present Right, and and tell everybody, and then all we're still sharing food, we're still doing Christmas, being festive, but we're telling each other what we did to love ourselves for this year. Do you know what I'm saying? And then it's kind of like everybody's happy, and there's no kind of messing about. I just thought it was an interesting idea, so I'm gonna. Isn't that spin Thanksgiving around. though? Well, I don't know. Because I think for Thanksgiving has been having a good meal and thinking for, yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, because I'm trying to do that all the time. But I think if you're going to mark something, rather than making it a big moneymaker, if you're not going to do the church thing, uh, don't, you know what I mean? I just, uh, it's all the money thing. It's all the commercialism that bothers me. I'm just trying to think of a way to make it, to flip it, you know? Yeah, but we can say the same about Valentine's Day. I mean, you're supposed to love your partner every day and do something great for them. Uh-huh. all the time but they commercialize valentine's day to a point where you're obligated to do something special because you to portray your love i mean it's what garbage i mean christmas is for christians who want to rem- be in the remembrance or do a remembrance of the birth of jesus christ i mean that is really it and um, but obviously they're going to bastardize the whole thing and create this whole socialist status like you said of buying elaborate gifts which by the way hurt the earth because i just found out that fucking toys are non-recyclable those ridiculous plastics um which drives me mad and um you can't do anything and the kids play with it for five seconds and it's done you know so it's like what the fuck is the point so i think what you you're onto something be what did you do for yourself do something for yourself what are you thankful for it's like yeah it's cool yeah, it's a. I agree. It's a. I don't know. It's a. It's a weird thing to me buying adults' gifts because 
and I do because right there's like social pressures and all the rest of this stuff. But mm. but I I don't want any. Like don't don't give me jack shit for Christmas. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. like I'm not I'm not ten I'm years not. old anymore. I'm not ten. If I was ten and you didn't bring me something for Christmas, yeah. I'd be I I was upset. And I'll tell you, exactly. when I was ten I and I was upset. Yeah, make sure make sure you make it special for the kids, and that's that. And like Tam Bam said, don't buy like the the plastic Thomas the train that you can't recycle for crying out loud. <laughs> well, you know what? Like, as an adult, it feels like if someone gives me a gift as an adult, I feel like I'm in, I'm on credit now. Right. Like now you I have to owe that. Yeah, yeah. You owe it back somehow. Yeah, exactly. That's why so it don't is. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> ah, shit. Why, why do you have to do that now? Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. It's a, it's again, it's, it's just this, this weird, the the weird, the weird normie stuff is just not, it's, it's just as weird as any other conspiracy stuff. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could, uh, you could go Saturnalia and the whole weird Christmas stuff and bastardizing the, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season and all the rest of that. Uh, that's a whole show all by that's itself, me. but yeah. No, right? yeah. Well, that's me as a Christian. I am, I, I want to do it. I want to remember. I want to do it in remembrance. That's all, right? But then you carry on with the day and you celebrate with family, which we didn't this year, which is quite fantastic because less pressure, right? So, um, and that was it. It was actually pleasant. Pressure. No family, no extra food, no wastage of paper and bags and shit and crap and fuck off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. It doesn't basically uh, what we're saying here is it doesn't have to be what we're told. We can make it whatever we want to make it and let's do it the best we can. And, uh, and that's it. It's not, it doesn't have to be a pain in the ass and yeah, there you go. hundred percent. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. Like it. Exactly. We're we're supposed to be grateful for the things we get and not the things we have and all the rest of that. Uh, Robert says, that's why folks give fruitcakes. (laughs) <laughs> that's why Robert said yeah, passing over the same fruitcake 20 years that's ago that's for me like if you fucking hate me give me a fruitcake I'll fuck you as well no then you just send it back next year you, d- you just literally put it on top of the fridge and let it stay there all year and get yeah. hard and then you send it back to them next year that's that's what a fruitcake's all about <laughs> so I'm just sending it back and forth nobody eats that shit <laughs> no well you know one of those fruitcakes has probably got a diamond in it you should check yeah it. right exactly. uh, that's that's funny that's now now that's funny they're like i expect to get this back next year and ha ha sucker (laughs) there you go there you go that's a great way to embezzle not that i'm saying you should right right that isn't that bitcoin well is that the point (laughs) depends on who you ask i guess depends on who yeah 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 yeah, yeah, good stuff. Me, good stuff. Yeah. So, so we're we're winding down here again. No hurry to get out. But uh, what do you guys think? What 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 about twenty twenty one? Like I said, uh, not just the holidays, but uh, we can find we can find reasons to be grateful every day. Uh, what are you grateful for this past year? What what, what are you looking forward to in twenty twenty two? Because uh, I got some as well. But I'll, I think I already said it. But I'll just reiterate. But but what are you guys? You guys excited for what twenty two twenty two has to bring? Well, Handy, you want to go first? Yeah, can do. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for like uh, flipping things. I think that's, I think, you know, the obvious stuff going on in the world is you know, probably going to drag out. Everyone loves to drag things out when there's a big drama, sensationalism, and all that. But um, yeah, I think I think it's going. I think I'm looking forward to to building back up because it's been a rough couple of years. Been a bit weird, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like. Well, it's sort of started. We're still here, aren't we? Still all good. Still chit chatting, learning more. 
you know and i think for this year get back a lot more on it uh, nobody's like i'm not seeing people freaked out anymore nobody's terrified you know you can talk about stuff like just in general in my area and, and whatnot so I'm I'm, I'm 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 pleased about that i'm really looking forward to this summer and i've got an allotment plot now i've got a lovely nice bit of land and uh, the price and i'm going to try and get them some lottery funding going on the committee so we can uh, pay a lot less for it and own it ourselves so it'd be cool so i'm looking forward mm. to that good yeah. job good thinking yeah, get right. the government pay for fucking shit assholes hell yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll grab the lottery money and then uh, and then we'll take the ownership away. Boom! Yay! Oh, clever boy. <laughs> bah humbug. Bah humbug says Robert. Michael and Tam say bah humbug. It's not quite like that. It's not quite like that. Uh, what is bah humbug? Bah humbug is uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. It's um, it's a way to say Pshah, to hell with Christmas. Bah humbug. Hey. Okay, well, each day I. Yeah, he's, he's, I don't want to lose friends. <laughs> he's making juice or, or jokes over there. Crab apple on Rockfin says, uh, "My fruit cake contains maybe juice." <laughs> there you go. Maybe it's worth yeah. eating. <laughs> maybe it's just referring to the favorite sweeties and candy of a sheep. Bah humbug! Right? Ha ha ha! Bah humbug! <laughs> exactly right. Let's make sure there's nobody else okay. here on the, on the phone line, and everything else is good. And let's wind this down. I think we're good. Hold we're on. Good. I didn't say my part. I know. I was making sure I, we had time and I wanted to clear the zone for Tam Bam stops. Oh. Go right ahead. <laughs> okay. So this year I was rattled with the fear of FOMO. Rattled because I refuse to be left behind with, with anything that's coming near. And I realized by the end of the year that there's always going to be something new. And it made me lose my shit for a while it made me crazy with anxiety and fear for the future and all these things and now looking back at the year i realized because i was doing this that the year flew by at an incredible rate didn't i can't actually mark or pinpoint something significant that stuck in my brain and that that means i've lost a whole year so my 2022 um, what I'm going to take there is to slow down and get out of FOMO and realize that there's always a something and then I'm, I'm kind of, I need to find my thing and I can really take it slow and sorry did you hear that bird I hear the I, I keep hearing the birds the whole time you've been talking even previously there's birds out there are they trying to kick your ass I told you. yes, it's, it's not a style, is it? they're all coming for you they're coming the pterodactyl for me. of the have you never seen a hardy dog? Google it. Those motherfuckers are huge. They'll kill you for a worm. Don't don't carry worms around with you. <laughs> the, the assholes. Anyway, um, so um, 2022 will be me slowing down and really taking Kodak moments and snapshots of my life and focusing on what I'm kind of going to be mentally selfish and that whatever doesn't fit my path and my family's path whether it be family, I don't give a fuck because it's not about you. I'm going to, instead of me focusing a lot on helping others, which, by the way, got me fucking nowhere, and I know it sounds ridiculous, but not, I'm not saying I'm not going to help anybody. I'm just going to, what I'm saying is I'm going to realign my universe onto me for 2022. So 
the more I can have in terms of, doesn't have to be physical stuff, but whatever it is, filling up my own cup, the more I can give out. And it's better than giving out what you don't have in terms of energy or whatever the case is. So I'm going to focus on mental clarity and release the FOMO, take a step back, focus really on health and wellness and align myself and um, fuck the rest. (laughs) MTGA, make Tam Bam great again. <laughs> well, let's make a hat. <laughs> make Tim Bam great again. MTGA. Uh, all right. So, so I, I agree. That's fantastic stuff. And again, right? Don't don't forget there are, there are people out there that need our help. You know, like uh, again, I'm I'm not I'm not I am not rich by any means. But uh, you know, there there are there are folks that need help, and uh, and I don't mind helping them, and I do from time to time. It's it's like it's uh, I do too. I know, I know. I'm just I, don't don't forget it with the 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 make Tam Bam great again effort of 2022. Just don't don't forget there are people that are worse off than us and are struggling and can't find the footing, and so they do need us. Just uh, just uh, just just a reminder. I agree with you. You, you like sure. I always say, take care of yourself because if you don't you can't help other people you're you're in Ex- in the mud yourself so take care of yourself so you can help others and there you go right do you know can i just say one more thing do you know why i say that sure is realigning the university myself is because i'm mentally exhausted i'm, tell, I'm fucking finished tell me about it <laughs> i mean i was crying yesterday because i'm so tired i'm i'm so mentally tired i can't even think straight that I, that's why I had to make this decision. And it's really, it's, it's, I need to help myself first before I can help anybody else. And yeah. try it. Yeah. 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 It, it, there is a, a such, such a thing as being stretched too thin. And, uh, yeah, yeah. that goes a lot of ways. It goes mentally, it goes physically, it goes all the rest of that. So yeah, for sure. You make sure you get yeah. enough rest, make sure you you got to do those things or else you can't help. You, you're not right yeah. with yourself to be able to help. So yeah, for sure. For sure, love it, love it. Great stuff, great stuff, Tam Bam. Great stuff, Rohan, and and just just uh, I think I think I already said I'm not going to repeat myself. I, I repeat myself an awful lot, so I'm going to just shut my damn mouth. Be grateful for what Can we say have. Say that today. again. Yeah, there Fine. you go. <laughs> shut shut my damn mouth. <laughs> Since I repeat myself way too much, and uh, and uh, cont- my my, uh, my wife is like, you already said that. I'm like. Is this a replay? Exactly. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm about, I'm like, if you keep sassing me, I'm about to say it again. <laughs> don't, 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 don't do that to me. Come on, again, like, a, like the beast. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, a, it's like the last thing you should say to somebody is when they're mad is calm down. <laughs> when I've already repeated oh, I myself, am I am calm. I am calm. Calm. Don't tell me to calm down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Uh, the deal is this, right? Uh, as, as always, you guys know, uh, this is not, this is, this is troubled mind social club. This is what this is. This is, uh, just a group of friends getting together, talking about amazing things. And again, uh, best wishes to ev- each and every one of you for 2022. Uh, let's, let's not, um, get caught up in dates. Uh, let's not get caught up in you know the the terms of the calendar like you do you and you do it 24 hours a day 7 days a week and and don't worry too much about all the other pressures out there they exist and we all deal with them but do your best to to let some of that go sometimes you have to you have to 
But uh, I want to say thank you, every single person out there, every single one of you guys know who you are. Uh, again, I can't I can't name all the amazing people that call into the show. I can't name all the amazing folks that have subbed up to Patreon, to Rockfin, to Twitch, that have sent me things in the mail. Uh, thank you again. Shout out to David out there for sending me the CD. I got it. Uh, your music. I, I'm, I'm uh, going to add some of that stuff into the shows with your permission. And uh, thank you to uh, to uh, also um, Chantel in Ohio for sending me a nice Christmas card and, and a check she sent me. Very So very kind of you guys. Uh, like I said, none of that stuff is necessary. And I appreciate it very, 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 very much. And um, I just want to say, as uh, literally at the beginning of this year, and I mean this 100%, Troubled Minds was in a dark place. Was in a dark place. Um, probably January, just before starting on Fringe, I was ready to quit, just to, to cash it in and say, forget it, I, I can't. Like, it's, it drains me mentally, it drains me physically, it's costing me money. Everything turned in 2021. This, this was literally the year that uh, made Troubled Minds something. And it's, it's uh, again, nose to the grindstone for me, for sure. But it doesn't happen without you guys. It doesn't happen without this community. It doesn't happen without us together. And so I want to say thank you all for that. Thank you. Thank you for all the kind people that I've met online here in this whole bit. And uh, it, it means a lot to me because uh, I was really ready to throw it in the garbage can and just say, okay, that was a great experiment and it's time to move on to something else. And so there you go. There you go. That's where I'm at. And I... I'm so grateful for it. You have no idea. So I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart to each and every one of you. Thanks for contributing. Thanks for being part of this. And uh, yeah, there we go. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, like making me cry here. It's uh, like, making, so make, sad. making myself I'm cry. No, I mean, you know what I mean? There's, like, there's always like that moment, you know, where like things turn. And so like the reason yeah. you push is because you push, you push, you push up the hill to hope you hit a plateau at some point, you know, and, and if you don't ever hit that plateau, you don't, right. It, like you, you like the, it's the moment you deserve and we're, we're sitting on the top and this is amazing because what's next is this shit's going to go downhill on a snowball. So uh, again, uh, thank you to everybody for being enthusiastic and loving these conversations. Thanks for being open-minded enough to talk about them because as you know, there are places you can't, and yeah, so yeah, choking me up a little bit. You know, like, yeah, yeah but though, cause like, I'm like tearing up here, yeah, like so bad. But, I, you know, we don't say it enough because you're so modest. You don't always brush it off. But we're, we're so grateful to you. Without your platform, and we've told you this a thousand times, there's no other platform like yours. Without your platform, we would be stuck in our own minds going crazy with no one to talk to, with no one who is like-minded with no one who has an online group who are just so friendly and accepting and who's got our back like you do. You need to know that you are the glue of all this, of all our minds put together, and your impact on all of us is a hell of a lot greater than you think. You think, oh, you may, you talked about this and you made a little, you, people get to talk. No, it's much larger than you think it is. It is a deep, deep impact because these are things that sit not only in our heart but deep inside our soul that impact us on a deeper level and we get to talk with like-minded people, like with you. And we will call you our fearless leader because you have our back and you have this group and you've created this platform. And you'd never doubt 
that you were meant to do this, if not greater things. So please, you know, give yourself a major pat on the back. And I'm saying, and all of us, I'm sure, we are sending you all the biggest hugs in the world. And to your wife for being so wonderfully patient with you and the, the, with us as well. Please don't ever forget what a great impact you have. Okay? Thank you. I appreciate it. Truly grateful. Very nice, very nice of you to say it. And uh, that's why, again, it, it goes back, right? It goes back both ways. And that's why uh, if, I miss, if I miss a day like I missed yesterday, right, I feel bad because I know. I, uh, like I, 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 when, when Clyde Lewis used to go off the air, I'd be like, don't leave us, Clyde, right? And I get it. I, I understand. He was, he was, you know, he was part of, part of the schedule, part of my life. And I get it. And so it, it's a big responsibility to me. And you hear my dog. She's like, feed me and let me out. This is bullshit. <laughs> but uh, I can hear shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to let her out in a sec. But yeah, let's, let's, let's wrap this up. Thank you very much. Very kind words. Uh, again, uh, we'll be back to, uh, to, to Trouble. This is not the end of Trouble Minds this year. It is of the show, Trouble Minds Radio. But we'll be back uh, tomorrow to do Trouble Minds News at uh, 3 p.m. Pacific. So if you want to come say bye before the new year, we'll be, uh, um, well, unless you're in South Africa, of course. Uh, but uh, uh, happy new year to you happy new year's eve tam bam and uh, we'll catch you in the new year here's my dad joke see you next year (laughs) and uh, here we go rolling it I'm playing some music and I'm turning the thing on so you guys can hear it and uh, there you go let's let's say whatever we gotta say we got about approximately three minutes of music go right ahead I'm like so teary I had to I had to say I said what I wanted to say but I mean and I'm so emotional. I love you guys. Like, seriously, you know jokes. You guys are part of me. For real. Thank you. See you Reciprical. next year. Reciprocal. Ditto. See you next year. Dad joke. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Rohan. That's great. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, say like you've got you built the boozer, you know, but they also say the people make the pub. So, it's a, like you say, it's a team effort into it, Mark, a lot of the time. So that's great. It's the truth, though. It's the truth. There's so many shows that started mm-hmm. out as a dumpster fire that were saved by a, a batch of amazing people that care and want to talk about amazing things. Yes, it's, it's, it's a nice comment. It's a poignant point to make there from from time because yeah, having the outlet that gives us the opportunity of well, we'd be stuck, but using the, the powers of the internet and the amazing Discord, we can do that, can't we? Get together. There you go. Wearing our Discord hats. We're not sponsored by Discord, but it's an amazing program that brings people together, and it's hard. It's hard to put that down. Everybody dance now, says mm-hmm. Robert. There you go, Brian. After dark, peace to right. all. David Chase, excellent show. Thumbs up. Sorry, last names, no last names. Uh, I'll, I'll send you a link on how to change your last names, guys, if you want to change your last names on YouTube. <laughs> and uh, They're all pretend last names anyway. So yeah, that's true. Okay it's, all fake. it's all fake names. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get the hell out of here. As we finish, it goes a little something like this. Uh, once again, uh, I'm blessed. We're blessed. Thank you all for your energy. Thanks to my dog for freaking out and saying, let me out. And uh, telling me it's time to quit the show because it's late. And uh, there you go. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't say it enough. I promise you, I'm not running for office. Oh, 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 come on, oh, come on, let's do it. Join in. Oh, right oh, oh, oh. Yeah. See, see, she hears it. She's like, get me oh. out of here. 
She's on the kennel, so she's pissed. Like, let me out. Exactly. (laughs) No, no, let me out. (laughs) Have a great one, guys. It goes a little something like this. Be sure. Be strong. Be true. As my dog howls in the back. She even knows the words. Knows the words. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night and a happy new year. We'll see you guys tomorrow, and uh, we'll see you next week. I'm going to mute so we don't hear uh, the dog, Helen. Yeah. You guys are the best. Be right back. Uh, actually, join the Discord if you guys want to kick it. We usually kick it afterward. We call it the Troubled Minds After Party. It's the, uh, yes. you don't need a secret password. You just need to go to troubledminds.org, click the Discord link. It's an invite, and come say hi. Come say all these fine people you know on the show. You can come actually meet them in person. Thanks again, each and every one of you. You're the best. I'm taking my dog out. I'll see you guys in the after chat shortly. Have a great night, guys. Catch you soon. Happy New Year. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.